Well, hello there, my podcast listeners. How are you? Welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron. And had a lot of things going on. Spent some time in Texas. I'm just going to give you a little synopsis of my life, where I'm at right now. uh, Because I know I didn't put out a show last week. And I sincerely apologize. I was in Texas for a technology convention so I could better protect you guys with the nerds that care. Um, But anyway, if you enjoy the show, um, if you enjoy anything about the show, please subscribe. And if you uh, really love it, you know, leave a solid review on iTunes. And, um, you know, you can go to the Brutally Honest Podcast website, uh, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Under under there, you can pretty much find out what's going on and stuff like that. And you can find out about me, all that good jazz. Going to be doing some different things over the next couple weeks. Um, slash months to see how it's going to go. Uh, going to be focusing even more effort on the podcast and not so much just the podcast itself, but you know, the peripherals that go with it. Um, trying to provide you guys with a, a greater experience. That's what I'm working on. So, uh, anyway, if you enjoy it, please, please smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you're using, whether it's uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, I think Stitcher, SoundCloud, oh, iTunes and Google Play currently. Uh, working on getting into a couple more platforms as well, and I have some ridiculous guests coming up for you guys um, over the next couple months. I'm booking things in 2018. My schedule is filling up pretty quickly for the rest of the year, um, and I hope everybody had a happy and sa- happy and safe Thanksgiving. Um, and anyway, I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the gist of my life. Uh, it's been pr- very very hectic, so. Uh, the just want to give a quick shout out or thank you to the nerds that care for sponsoring the podcast um i was actually with the nerds that care this past week um at a technology convention called ingram one where all these major companies basically bring out the new latest and greatest business technology and 2018 i'm very excited for there's a lot of things that people are waiting for waiting to release in 2018 the biggest topic that was talked about in the conference over that period of time was security and how important it is to your company. They had a real-life hacker on screen who is a professional, and he you, he shows you right in front of you know 1,700 people how easy it is to hack um, into somebody's system if it's not secured. And the there companies are popping up left and right and working together to bring you the absolute best security solutions and that is what the nerds that care will provide you you know peace of peace of mind at night knowing that somebody's not going to break into your company virtually and take all your stuff you know steal company company inclined information so that's kind of what they're doing it's what they're what they're using to keep up on and you know the usual stuff if you have employees to keep them productive and uh, make sure they're working so you have help desk support and stuff like that and backups on the off chance that there is a dis- there is a disaster in the office, whether it be a fire, water damage, or anything like that, having an off-site backup is always super key. And that's it. So, my guest tonight is Justin McAuliffe. We had a lot of fun, got a little crazy, a lot of jokes, nobody taking anything too seriously. All right, some stuff was pretty dry when to taxes and whatnot. I don't want to give you guys too much of a heads up, um, but we had a lot of fun breaking breaking each other's chops quite a bit, and uh, yeah, so I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. 
and more shows to follow. So uh, without any further ado, please welcome Justin McAuliffe. Oh, we did that one the other day. Yeah, because it's probably the fucking first one that's still here. Well, you're supposed to take it from the side that you can't read right off the bat. We've started, by the way. But I don't know. This is so fucking stupid. So <laughs> how many people in this room could you beat at arm wrestling? Traditionally, your podcasts only have how many guests? One. one. So that's really... Could you beat me in an arm wrestle? I don't... Could you? I, I, I don't know. Probably not. I'm not very, like, physically strong. Just mentally strong. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it says who. I don't know. You, you want to go up in there? Because I don't recommend it. So, But it's just, this is, I mean, oh, so you're saying it's supposed to go around. Yes, the other yes. Way. Move the microphone a little more in between us, by the way. There you go. Perfect. Why is, that? Why is that? Good. Just so that way it doesn't sound like you're sitting in the corner of the room when somebody listens. Well, I didn't want people to know that I was literally sitting on top of you. Like, I felt a little uncomfortable. It's You're not sitting on top of me. The the, the table has shrunken. Oh, my computer's having a glitch. Wonderful. And um, the, the the table is shrinking. Shrinking? Shrinking? Shrink? Anyway, table is now smaller to give the room a bigger appearance. But and it makes you look fatter. I'm sorry. It does. Like, you could fit, like, this table's smaller than you. Was that too harsh? I'm sorry. Was that too harsh <laughs> no, in the no, beginning? No, no, no. Was that too harsh right away? No, like, did we start too, by the <laughs> did way? Did we start? No. We did. It's okay. I'm a, fl- I'm a fluffy fella. But I'm I think sa- that... I, I would love, you but, know that you know the cops that draw that uh, draw up like you know what the what the person looks like when they give a uh, when a witness gives a report of what the person looks like. <laughs> I would love for somebody who's listened to who has no idea what I look like, but has listened to multiple podcasts to draw what I look like. I would be very intrigued to figure out. Isn't that a good idea to see what the general consensus of my you know, like when you have those, it's like, wonder who he is, and it's like the the silhouette of the image with a question mark on it. Like, what is it? What would it look like? I would love to know. If you had it, do you have any fanboys or anything? <clears throat> um, I, I don't know if I would. You say can I put out a challenge. Boys. You know what I'm saying? You can put out some kind of like, you know. If I would give somebody a a hundred dollars. If you come up with a, if you don't know what I look like, but you come up with a silhouette or some kind of drawing of what I look like, and it has to be semi decent, I'm not going to take chicken scratch. Can I just call bullshit on this real quick? No, I would, I would, if somebody did that and put, took the time out, I'd pay them a hundred dollars for it and I'd put it on the website. One hundred. You can send it to me. One hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. One, I have, I have two holes to poke in that immediately. Number one, you're drinking beer. From Hanging Hills Brewing Company, yes, right, which sponsored my podcast technically from yes. what it was like August thirtieth or something, right? something like that. Yeah, okay, that was a long time ago. So you're drinking beer that's what four months old? I wouldn't say four months old. Uh, do you think it's that long already? Well, August thirtieth. I mean, do you not know how to look at a calendar? God, September, October, November. So three months. 
Dude, beer stays good for a while, especially this. Uh, is it delicious still? It is quite delicious. Okay, well, that's because they make good beer. But that's number one. Number <laughs> two is you were just eating leftover ramen noodles before for dinner because you said you're so poor. Where the I hell are you getting a hundred dollars for? Where are you getting a hundred dollars from? I actually had. Who a- eats leftover ramen? It costs seventy nine cents to make. <laughs> like, is that how poor you are? Like, oh shit, got to save this for tomorrow. Oh my god, I can't believe this right now. Believe what? Uh, just- that you invited me back? Are you yes. now realizing? Oh, you're right. It has been three months. It doesn't give me an exact date, but it says three months ago. It, well, and the you were ner- number forty-one. That's crazy. Everything's crazy to you. I've noticed that everything's crazy. You want actually? You want to know what I, I had a fucking epiphany the other day? It's and a good I, word, by the way. Right? Like epiphany? No, it's a good one. It's seldom used, and it's a good one. And actually, I shouldn't say the other day. It was today, and I, and I was driving to. <laughs> Jeez, this story's already starting off. You, you don't already, remember? Already fucked. Dude, have you slept bed. since the last time I was here? No, I do not sleep. I've I've given up all attempts to sleep. Oh, and uh, so I had this epiphany today, and I'm sitting there driving to uh, Bubba's Burritos. And if you haven't <laughs> had Bubba's Burritos, this is a completely unpaid ad. But Bubba's Burritos and Islip makes a banging burrito. Their food is top notch. So I'm going there, and I just – I took a minute to think, and I'm like, isn't it crazy that no matter what hour of the day, there's always people around? Like, I'm, like to think about it, I mean, there's always somebody around. I'm driving, and, you know, there's somebody mowing their lawn. There's somebody doing this. I'm like, it's just crazy that there's all these people Wait, all over people the place. People mowing their lawn at night? No, it was, no, it was middle of the day today. Oh, okay. All right. And, it, like, I'm just like, there's always somebody around. There's always people out, like, not working. Maybe because I'm just always working. Are you looking up Bubba's Burritos? Yeah, I am. Actually. Dude, it's so good, man. Well, because no, because you said it a bunch of times, and I'm trying to like, I don't want to say it because I'm like, let's go find out who owns this place and say, hey, man, we just mentioned you like three times. Oh. Like, we can, you know, and obviously I get a cut of that, right? <laughs> no, we just found a sponsorship. I mean, isn't that how this stuff works? I don't know. I don't know. Is like, it's call them right now. No, I'm just endorsing a product they, that I believe but, in. Yeah, but let's it's good. Let's call them right Let's now. call them right now. I'm sure that's open, right? Uh, do you have you have this you have this hooked up to the phone yet or no? No. See, no, then that's not going to be no. worth it. So yeah. we got to do it a different time. We'll have to make. A phone but they call. have very good reviews. So wait. So your point is exactly what that there's, anytime there's, you can anytime during the day. There's just always people like there's just always somebody around. Like there's people not working <clears throat> all the time. But how do you know they're not working though? Well, because some lady was running today. Unless she gets paid to run. But what if she's on break? What if she's taking her break from work to no, run? No, I know that. What if she woke up? You have to realize, though, this is 2017. People don't work during traditional hours anymore. I know. So when you're seeing people that are walking around, they might be off hours for all you know. Absolutely. That's your regular working hours. Just because you sleep 14 minutes a night doesn't mean most people are like that. No, I don't expect anybody to be like that. I'm just crazy. But no, I, I don't think that's crazy. I think that's very silly. Sleep is the most underrated thing ever you need to, i sleep 14 hours a night i see if i slept 14 hours a night i would i would shoot myself I, that no, is wouldn't. so much time wasted it's not wasted i have figured out that i need five and a half hours of sleep to, to perform optimally every day and here's the crazy every day but what about every day in four years or five years oh, well, you, you how old are you again one, yeah of course 25. i'm 25 you already look like you're 45 at 25 Dude, that's What's going to happen when you look at your 35? That's because I was born with a widow's peak, all right, and I'm fluffy. First of all, you need hair to have a widow's peak. That's number one. And number <laughs> two, well, I'm just – if you're going to get tech, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, this – again, I'm poking – see, this is why you didn't invite me back. Never again. 
Well, you're going to say that now. We can we can tune into this four minutes into three this months one. from now. Hey, Justin, welcome back. Well, right, exactly. So, so how, do you, have you used a lot of these things? I have before? not. I've not. Okay. Because honestly, like I didn't even. Re- <laughs> Some of these are actually go if you don't laugh and not say them. Because if I was listening to the show, I'd be pissed. Because I'd be like, why isn't he saying what he is going? What he's reading. The, and what, can we cover some kind of business this time? We literally didn't even cover any business last time. All right, that's fine. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What's it like being a CPA? Because I've had Josh Kreisman, obviously. <laughs> like, does your life suck all the time? Does it just revolve in, around big numbers and decimal points? Like, what's the story here? Why would um, any sane person want to be a CPA? I, You know what? I don't think um, – you know, I, I did talk about some of this last time. Briefly. Briefly. You know, briefly, like, what is it like? It's, um, you know, it's one of those industries where I think you can kind of do whatever you want. You know, I, I think, <clears throat> you know, especially people your age, everyone wants to be a business owner or a small business owner or their own boss. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is driven by the fact that there's a generation of people right now that are kind of like in control of a lot of things and they're blocking a lot of the innovation and they're blocking a lot of the younger people from kind of like, doing their own thing and mm-hmm. right now it's kind of like the norm to go into corporate america yes because that's where the money is and you know people make money but then you realize that the money doesn't buy the happiness right yes. because then you're just working too much i mean you're working a lot and i'm making fun of you but it's inspiring because you are you're hustling really hard you're not getting paid for a lot of this but you're building something yes <clears throat> imagine being a licensed professional mm-hmm. putting in all of those hours Tax season after tax season, you know, January through April, and you think it ends there. It doesn't. Like, yeah. a lot of people say to me all the time, you know, well, what do you do outside of tax season? Like, yeah. fuck you, man. Like, that's not, you know, it's it's that's just, just the I, I don't know. I just time. don't worry. Yeah, exactly. But in my profession, you know, the ultimate promotion is to make partner. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone strives for, and I did as well for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I recognized during my time at some of my, you know, stops over the years that you know the juice just wasn't worth the squeeze anymore. And I was saying before oh, about stops. What? Like you were like uh, the stops I've made over the, over the years. Like it's not like oh this is the home base. Like I've made it. I made it. But no, well, I mean, every single time I went on board thinking I was going to be the answer for the future. Like, don't think for one second I came in and was like, this is a stop because it wasn't like, I mean, it just the moment I recognized it was just a stop just changed throughout each place. Like even Mm -hmm. my most recent one, like it was very quickly. I realized that was just going to be a stop, you know, like and before that, it took a little bit longer because even when I was there, like I wanted to be a partner at this place. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I was striving for. And I was working a ton of hours, like just a ton of hours and, and I'm not getting paid that much, you know, like a hundred something thousand. Like it sounds like a lot of money, man. But when you got two kids and they're in daycare yeah, and, and you're working 80 hours a week, and 80, a week. That, you know, 90, a hundred during tax season. I'm like, I'm not even kidding. And like, and, and I'm a sick yeah. individual and like, there's part of me that's like, you know, doing it to, to challenge myself too. You know, like I would look at my timesheet and like, Oh my God, like now I got to try to, cause again, you give me a ton of work to do. Like I'm going to do it. But you know, it's a two-way street. Like, you work and you get paid. Yeah. And and that's what you do. Like, I mean, you work and you get paid. But mm-hmm. when, you know, when you're asking me what it's like, like a CPA, it's kind of like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same thing, but not being passionate about it. Because mm-hmm. you're not getting paid for it. And I'm like, True. I wasn't getting paid for it either. Like, who gets paid their salary at $80, like, you know, mm-hmm. at, at, at 80-hour weeks? Like, yeah. my billable rate at my one of my most recent ones was like $525 an hour. 
That's crazy. My billable rate. I'm a knucklehead. Who the hell's paying me five twenty five an hour? And guess what? People still did. <laughs> people still did. I, you know, like they did. And some people probably even listen to this. They, you know, but again, like that's the industry norm. That's the industry expectation. But you know, that's a lot of money for a small business owner. You know, and and I kind of recognize that. Tremendous and I also recognize. Yeah, I, I recognized during a couple of my stops that there just wasn't a lot of people that understood accounting and debits and credits, you know, money coming in, where is it coming from? You know, how often is it coming in? Mm -hmm. You know, what is that costing us? And and where's the money going out to and how often and how much? And, you know, where's, you know, and just different things that, and people don't really look at that and you have to put it together on what's called a balance sheet. And it's, you know, it's just a funny, it's a financial statement. It has all your assets, all the money and things yeah. that you own and things that are assets and things that can be turned into cash. You know, it depends on how long or whatever it is. But, you know, and then how much debt you have and then how much like your business is kind of technically worth. Yeah. You know, and that's like on a balance sheet. But a lot of people, you know, look at an income statement and that's like the statement they talk about. But like a good accountant and you can talk to any good accountant, like barely people even look at the income statement. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, it's just because it's like. It's only a snapshot for one year, mm-hmm. you know, but like for me, like what I do now, like I kind of went off on like a boring tangent. So let's just like, like when I was at these firms, I noticed like there weren't people doing it well because I was getting this work and it wasn't organized. It wasn't balanced. It wasn't supported. Like it just didn't tie out to stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you have these younger professionals that didn't have the skill set to do this kind of stuff because everyone kind of it. It's got a bad name. It's mundane. It's bookkeeping. I mean, it's yeah. not really sexy. Like, it's not bigger or better. It's very mundane. But, like, over time, people just ignored it. And then people – I mean, you do it in school. Yeah. Like, you do the debits and credits in school. Excuse me. But, like, you know, once you get into, like, the job world, you go into these areas of specialty, you know. And, and for me, it was, was audit. You know, I did commercial audit where I would go to, you know, small and large businesses and – look at their financials and test things on their numbers and test to see if receivables were real and if cash was real like just a lot of testing not a lot of journaling not at all it's fucking boring as shit oh i believe that but nothing interesting about it conceptually it's interesting yes but like once you do it it's very you know whatever point being is that like you know people then either do like a trust and estate tax group Mm-hmm. Or a state and local tax, yeah. you know, sales tax group or an income tax group. And the point is, is that everyone just kind of goes into these areas. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen often enough because I've yeah. experienced it. I know other people have experienced it as well that are, you know, managers, senior managers, even partners at firms. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone forgets about the debits and the credits. Like they yeah. just, and that's the bookkeeping stuff, the general ledger maintenance, like maintaining a general ledger, being organized, having a chart of accounts that is completely structured to both, you know, the industry that you're in, whether it's technology or accounting or hospitality or te- whatever it is, and to what you need as a business owner to grow. And I feel like when I was at these firms that oh, there was a lot of lost service opportunities in that particular area mm-hmm. because that's the value, like that's the the day-to-day stuff, you know, and and that's what people want and people want their you know small business advisor to understand all of the things about their money and and how it affects their taxes at the end of the year and as they grow and they need financial statements like i said audit before it's not like i'm going to businesses and auditing them like for the irs it's like audit because you have to provide what's called assurance on these financial statements that these numbers are legitimate mm-hmm. and usually it's like an investor that's requesting it or it's like, like a bank you know if a bank has like a bank note mm-hmm. on your company and you know they just yeah. want to ensure that you're meeting certain covenants and they're going to mm-hmm. get their money back you know so they're required to make sure you're not doing shady shit with their money and like, that's why you hire an independent accounting team and then they come, come in and take care of it right yeah, yeah it makes sense right so 
you know, but anyway, again, like it's back to the bookkeeping and, and even those firms too, like they have these internal accounting departments. Bookkeeping's not tight, man. Like it's just not like I've seen the work, you know, and I know others too. Like it's just not because this stuff is boring. Like nobody likes doing it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a non pretty stuff that you can deal yeah, with. Yeah, but it's like you can make it better. I mean, it can be better. It can be exciting, especially when you kind of understand a little bit more and you show people that you know, you don't just have to be an AP clerk. Like, you know, if you can, you know, if you really understand, What's an AP clerk? Uh, like an accounts payable clerk, right? Okay. Like your responsibility is solely for like inputting in uh, bills mm-hmm. and paying bills and stuff like that. But like, it's it's pretty shitty job. I mean, it's not you know the most yeah. exciting job, you know, and and That's it's true. a lot of error. You know, you're responsible for a lot of stuff, you know, and it's like, but they're accountants still by heart, and and there's a lot of opportunities there. Like, I mean, it just when I was in industry when i was in, in public accounting everyone would just talk about going private like because you could do public because everyone's like oh you know because the taxis and the hours suck so bad and mm. everything you know and, and it's just you know saturdays and yada 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 and 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 everyone wanted to go private because it was no tax seasons and even the people i know that went private over those years they're all miserable like they all went you know and then they just hop private job to private job and mm. again like they all lost the essence of like the accounting like just the foundation the building blocks that we all should have as accountants is like again the debits and the credits and the bookkeeping mm-hmm. and i've seen it like cuz i see it on linkedin like i see these people like and this like back yeah, in the you're day following them yeah but it's like crazy though like cuz where i'm at now like i mean it's you know i started my career in october of 2005 and this is what december 17 so it's that's Twelve years ago, right? This is coming up in my thirteenth oh, year, yeah. right? So it's just amazing to me as I saw people and I kind of looked up to them in the profession, and now I kind of see where they're at now, and I'm like thinking about what I did, and I got to tell you, like, I wouldn't recommend it, but in the same sense, like, without all of that experience, without jumping from firm to firm, like seeing what else was out there, and and kind of like the lesson here at all, like, is really coming down to change. Like, you mm. have to be, you can't be afraid to change, and and what the one thing I see in my profession specifically is like a lot of people are nervous. Yeah. You know, they don't want to get I know people don't like going outside their own their their comfort zone. Yeah. And 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 But do you blame them? What do you mean do I blame them? Like every, everybody wants to live. That's one thing I I've, I've been trying to get more and more familiar with is, you know, that comfort zone. And a lot of people say, especially for a crazy kid like myself who I will work a hundred plus hours in a week. I will sleep for, you know, you joke 15 minutes, but I sleep for five and a half hours a night. Like I'm too busy, but it's that grind of constantly going all of the time. But again, that's what I was saying before. You're building something for yourself and for others. You know, I was working for my clients and my bosses to make partner like that's what i was essentially doing like i wasn't making any more money and again you have to realize when you're in management like you're responsible for the billing Mm -hmm. all the time we were putting in we were writing it off just went away like that's crazy dude crazy it's it's industry standard ask anybody it's industry standard we cut each other's throats just to get opportunities like we will slash prices make quote-unquote investments in businesses Mm -hmm. and like invest our labor hours like I used to be in industry group meetings at my prior firms, and I would hear people say this. I remember this specifically, like one of the last firms I was at. 
and it was a guy out in the California office and we were having an industry group meeting and we just <clears throat> he just lost another client that he was investing his time in and they we're invest working for discounted rates yeah, ex- heavily discounted rates compared to what we were billing now i'm not saying that the 600 plus dollars an hour that some of the partners charging were reasonable but you know discounted 50% you know that's still a discount you know like yeah, that's, that's still significant discount. and also when you realize that you kind of rely on those billable hours for growth you know and those Billing rates is kind of what determines promotions and bonuses and stuff too, right? Like realization is really, or even utilization of your staff is even more, but like realization on that end is is important. So you're writing it all off, but you're writing it off because they would say, well, we're going to get the the M&A work, the merger and acquisition work, or like the going, you know, they're going to go public. So we're going to get all the, you know, the SEC work and you never do. Because, like, these guys know this stuff. Like, these guys know that these firms will cut each other's throats, so they'll just bounce around from provider to provider to get the same price, to get the best price. That's I did, madness. But that's what humans do. Like, I did that with cable service providers. Bro, I, I mean, ask anybody. Like, my wife, too. But like, that everybody <clears throat> everybody does that. That's not true. Ask, dude, I, not the way, not the, I, I've changed four times in a year before. Not, mm, mm, mm. I know people have changed quite frequently. I don't know if it's what, but going from like optimum to cable vision to direct TV. I'm probably exaggerating. Probably three. It was probably three. Yeah, I know people have switched multiple, <clears throat> definitely more than once in a year. Like I definitely I, went has. right because I had Verizon in the beginning of the year switch and then had Verizon again at the end of the year, and I think mm. I went to direct TV like the year, like very shortly Ooh. after that. But I don't have any of them anymore. I just I just stream it all. I have Sling. But like the point is, is that you just bounce around for the best deal because no loyalty, you know. And like everyone wants to say it's like a trusted partnership and everything else like that, but nobody responds to emails. Yeah. Like nobody responds to text messages, and that's what people want. Like they want service. Yes. Like, hey Harrison, yeah, you know what? Listen, man, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'll get back to you, right? Like we've done a little business since the last time I've spoken, right? Yes. Like we've kind of done a little business together, and mm-hmm. and and look, we kind of had a little situation a little bit too, right? With like what? With, with that one email, right? Like, oh, by the way, who are you? Like, I don't oh, want to call yes, it out, right? Yes. But like, you think about that, right? Like yes. that was very easily resolved through communication yeah and a five minute phone call not even that like i didn't know like but whatever like in the same sense i was like well you were also breaking my balls for 90 percent of it too yeah but still but on my end too when i asked kyle like Uh, you know kyle ag electric who's one of you know i mean he's our mutual client right and you know by the way ag electric bayshore belmore get all your lighting fixtures all your displays christmas is coming up man you're gonna have tons of gifts to get no seriously like they do the highest of high end of stuff Right, and by the way, I'm taking a page out of what was Fitzy's name? Was that his name? Oh, Fitzy? Fitzy Mess. Right, right, right. I, I listened to his too because I was just <laughs> interested. I'll go on a quick little tangent and then go back to AG. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I was I, I liked how he's like, like fuck that man, just promote like be like no shame, <laughs> man. Like buy my album November twelfth. I was like, yeah, fuck. And then I went on and I couldn't find his album. Uh, so like, dude, I don't know what happened on that. If you ever listen to this one, but I I, I gotta look after we end. I'll, I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, Christmas and uh, you know, lighting displays and lighting fixtures and they like Christmas lights really and shit nice like stuff. that, right? But again, I mean, there's st- and like Kyle is just you know, I mean, they got a hands mean, down lot, awesome. Like we got a lot of cool stuff coming out in eighteen too. So like you know, Hanging Hills actually Hanging Hills Brewing Company and AG Electric, um, Hanging Hills just did uh, labels for AG Electric uh, for for. Uh, custom actually this the I think it's the pills yeah it's the Hills pills mm-hmm. so the cans are gonna have AG Electric on them mm-hmm. and then, and Kyle and I really mostly me because come on Kyle well you edited a little bit but whatever 
Um, but, you know, Kyle and I, because it's a we thing, right, wrote this little thing, you know, just thank you, whatever, whatever. Oh, he's going to give them away with light fixtures? No, he's going to give them away to all those customers. It's like a thank you. Like people oh, would give away sweet. alcohol and stuff, right? But these are going to be four packs, right? And they're all mm-hmm. custom made. It has AG's electric. Like you'll see them. They're freaking awesome. That's awesome. And like Joe and, and Hingy. Listen to this. I expect one. Uh, I don't know, man. Like he's only got, he's, it's limited edition. Like this is an exclusive thing. And, and they sponsor you, so. Can't really threaten him on air. I'll have to do it off air. Well, because it's, li- it's not live. I mean, I could cut it out, but uh, I don't. I don't. It's a lot of work. But that's the stuff I'm doing, man. It's like that. But that's cool. Cool, cool collaborations, you know. what I'm that saying, is super just cool. like, did you just put this in the front? No, that's that's been that's there. been there the whole time. You gotta can't get that high, Justin. What are you talking about? <laughs> no chance at all. <laughs> not. Is um, <laughs> is not funny. Yeah. So, um, what are we talking about? No, we were not. I know. Um, no, we were not. No, we're I know we were talking about, about AG, but we were talking about before. And whatnot. So, like, look, man, you know, so I'm going to call you out a little bit. That's okay. If I were you in that situation, I would have said, yo, man, a car, like, that's, oh, I guess I just said his name. Sorry. Arker. Uh, Arker, right. Okay. So, okay. Well, you just correct. You could have just went that, that way. You just, <laughs> now you're the asshole. Now I look like I'm good. I'm totally off the hook now. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harrison. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, but he's like, by the way, who are you? And I'm like, you motherfucker, who am I? I'm the fucking guy that brought you into this place, you know? Like, who am I? Like, that's like my first reaction. Like, and I'm like, well, he's probably a young guy. He probably didn't know any better. And by the way, man, way too many smiley faces in that email. But that's besides the point, especially like we're totally cool and past it all now. But I'm going to break his balls, man. Like, I didn't, I, I haven't even heard your voice yet. That's like, overdone on the smiley face but you should have like like was there any conversation like you should have been like hey man by the way like you know justin that's the guy that you know brought us in or something like what you know where, where's the communication they see you, you don't have enough sleep you're not sleeping so, enough so so sometimes there are things i live you have to remember i live in the technology world so if it's why not, do i have to remember that it's ingrained in my brain that's good I'm glad so there's there's times where we'll say something to each other and it and this is this is something I've realized in the entire not even just nerds the entire technology industry. If it's not written down, it doesn't really happen. Like I could give somebody the verbal um, schematics of how to take over the entire world, let's say, but if it's not written down, it literally does not happen. So there's times where I've been told, and people have other other people have been told, and not just in this company, but other companies as well, where. I've been like, oh, you know, whatever. We'd had a conversation about it. And then that person, you know, maybe a couple hours, even a couple minutes later, they're like, what happened? Because you're not reading it. It's so very I don't – well, hold on a second. I, th- this, is, this is what I'm hearing. Are you done? I'm sorry. I don't yeah, want to cut you yeah, off. But this is yeah. all I'm hearing here is that you're like you're, – you're saying this is a problem in the technology world if it's not listened – if yeah. it's not written down. Yes. I got an idea. Write it down? No, no, no. Oh. I was going to say you fucking smart ass. It's a secret. Oh no no no! This <laughs> is secret. No no no! This is a wise. This is still. Hold, don't give me credit. This is still going to be a super wise ass comment. Like, don't think for one second I'm going to say something very legitimate and genuine. I'm going to fuck. Instead of having to worry about everyone writing things down, right? Why don't we just listen to each other? No, and, you can't do that. Why? Because that'd be too simple. Oh okay. So you just like to make things more complicated? Yeah, bro. We're an IT man. I'm not sure what that means. It's like 
Are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys just that nerdy? Have you ever had a phone call with somebody and you and you finish up after five minutes and you're like, "What the fuck did we talk about?" Like the last time I was on this podcast. Like exactly. the only reason why I remember. Exactly. But this we're doing for fun. But like, in in just general sense, like, have you ever had a conversation with somebody? Not me on a podcast, but have you ever had a conversation with somebody and? You basically finish the conversation, you leave, you get home all fired up to help this person, and you get home and you're like, what the fuck did I talk about? Nope. I got it. No. Nope. No way. No, nah, man. I mean... I need to sleep more then. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, dude, seriously, you got to look this... I mean, look up sleep studies, man. It's legitimate. Like, I mean, it, it's... Well, it's pretty amazing how it took us this long to realize how important sleep is. I mean, you have to like you don't you don't know everybody's everybody everybody, but everybody's, everybody's body, body, everybody's body, everybody. Yeah, right. Everybody's body, everybody's body is different. Like some people can only. I mean, you know, I've read a couple of things on this. Like I don't know how fat it's like. I'm a fucking scientist or anything like that. Yeah. But I mean, it just kind of makes sense. Again, it's logical. Like I think I mentioned that. Like you know, just it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't like, force it though. My five and a half hours of sleep. No, but what you're not doing is just going to relax and rest. Dude, I go to bed. I try. I lay down on my bed. I've laid down on my bed at at eleven o'clock, and I'm like fired up. And then like midnight rolls around, and I'm like, but then you don't. But what happened? Right. I mean, but so when you're getting up, like I mean, there's somewhere along the day, like you're not retaining anything. You know what I'm saying? I like ninety percent of what I hear. Not maybe you, but clearly around here, right? Like you just said, if it's not written down, that doesn't get done. Right? Well, you also got to live. You also got to remember too. Arca lives on cigarettes and. Red Bulls. That does. What the hell does that have to do with anything? It's terrible for you. So what? So bacon cheeseburgers. So is weed. So is beer. A lot of things are weed terrible. Is really good for you. I I gotta imagine it's not like I mean everything's got its consequence, man. There's always a consequence. You know, it's just are you willing to absorb that risk? What's your risk appetite? I don't know, man. Like eating bacon cheeseburgers every day, it's probably not too healthy. That's why you look like you're 45. I hate. You. Ah! I knew you were gonna bring it back. To, I was like, uh, he's gonna fucking drop it right now. That's good. So that's good. So um, I saw I was at PC Richards the other day. Shameless plug for PC Richards. Buy all your plant. No, I'm just fuck a PC Richards. Why? I uh, I shouldn't say that. Oh yeah, but... no, I actually fuck PC Richards too. I got a fucking story for PC Richards. Oh really? I don't know. Every time I go in there, I just feel like I'm. I feel like this is what I feel like when I go to PC Richards. I feel like I'm going to a used car dealership. Everything's new, but I feel like I'm going to a used car dealership, and that is the salesman that is helping me. Because everybody has but that. You're buying brand new appliances. But you get that. Uh, but it's a salesperson. It's just a salesperson. Mm, Dude, I just it's feel a, like they're always trying to swindle you. It, but that's a salesperson. But that's the thing. There's that's no, fucked up because I am not trying to swindle people. You're in a different profession. Some of them are good people. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but everyone's got a right to earn a living. Yeah, but, but uh, it's you still go back, right? I mean, do you, you, where do you shop? I mean, they have you know where do you get your stuff? Like Best Buy. Well, I'm a, so I'm a lunatic. I will go research multiple companies and find the product that fits me the best, and then I will find a retailer that sells it, and then I'll just buy it there. But that's good. That's research. But that's that's a good thing. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not one to get swindled. I will just go there i'll find the general price of what people are paying i'll here's my proof here's my evidence this is why it's going to fit me this is the longevity of it what's my roi all that stuff and then i make an educated purchase i hate you so much podcast over 
I'm sorry. What happened? Uh, what happened? Yes, I know. Very boring shit. What, what happened? I mean, I was talking about CPA and accounting before. And I don't think. I and mean, then you went off on a tangent. That shit's like Boys impossible to make exciting. Drugs. But that's like, holy crap, was that boring? That dude, you don't do can that. You, can you cut that out? No. Who the fuck has time for that shit, dude? I got two kids, man, and yeah. a career. Like, I don't got time for that stuff. I like to sleep. <laughs> And I'm very refreshed every single day. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, man. Dude, I go to bed at midnight. Dude, naturally go to bed yeah. at midnight. And I talk- naturally wake up at like 6. Well, were we talking about that on air before? Is I that how we started? I myself to wake up at The $100 thing, is that how we started, right? That was yes, on that air, was on right? Air, yeah. Like, think about that. Like, you know, obviously I'm insanely good looking, right? And Yeah, maybe to a blind person. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on. But if they were to see a picture of us and not hear that glaring endorsement of my... Just, you know, whatever. That's enough. I don't like talking about myself. Anyway, but fuck, what the hell was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought. Shot. Shot. <laughs> He's grinning and thinking very deeply with a lot of concern on his face. No, not so much concern. But I did just lose my train of thought. You know why? Because then you looked at me in a weird way too. That, yeah, like that. Yeah, like you know what? That's flip, what happened. By the way, the eye, like now like, that I'm revisiting that, like that's exactly like I looked at you. Like dude, we just for a guy eyes. that gets 14 hours of sleep, man, you you blank out a little bit. No, no, it wasn't that I blanked out. It just you, you looked at me in a way. I was just looking like, yo, man, he's looking at me kind of funny. <laughs> like I'm just focused on that. Like what the fuck was I just saying? Like I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> like I think I rambled there for a second. <laughs> But no, I mean, because you, you didn't mean to do it. It's just like we caught eyes, and I don't even. Did you feel that? That was intense. I, I felt nothing. You so. felt nothing. Oh my god! So, now I'm sorry, depressed. Bud. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> did, did you? Did you? No, did you I, feel I, that at all? I felt nothing. But that's what I. I, I, I see. You're not doing it now. Like your eyes are way more open before. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like the, that's how you. Yeah, that's. It. But yeah. <laughs> that's how you were. Like that's how you looked at me. Like, did you mean to do that? No. See, no. your eyes are regular now. No, yep, now I see your full, <laughs> I see your everything. Right, it was something along those lines. Like, what the, that wasn't that, that stupid face, though. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ. So anyway, that's what just happened. Whew. Didn't have a brain aneurysm or anything. Oh, my God. Shot. Hello. So, um, so, yeah, what else is going on with you? So I see uh, you got some new stuff around here. Some new stuff, a couple new things. Oh, you haven't been here in a while. Uh, yeah, we went through that before. Three pay, months. Pay attention to the what show. What was Harrison, here when you were pay here? Pay attention to the show. Um, was the fridge here? Yeah, fridge, fridge was, was here. here. Flag was here. Table Fla- yeah, was bigger. Flag's been OG. We went through that. So um, t- yeah, table's new. I see the toilet paper roll. Like, pretty sure didn't someone send that to you, right? Catherine Dean brought it. Right. Yeah. So that was a uh, on her first appearance. She was right. on twice. That, oh, that was you, you guys talked about that on the uh, the fiftieth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So um, yeah, man. Right, cool. See you later. That's it. Thirty minutes. Really. That's it, man. Well, I did promise the last time. So, like, the feedback I got was I cursed too much. And I think I've done okay so far. I'm trying to be. You're pretty I, t- You're pretty rough. No. Yeah. Really? A little rough on the ears. I, I got to put a big fat red E on this podcast. Nah. You're Explicit. Gonna, you're not going to need to do that. It's already on all of them. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. Is that new? Nope. You've always nope. said that. Yeah. Even since day one, I go, definitely going to curse. Okay. And I, I'm trying to remember the rules and regulations. To have that E um, 
because it's optional. You can put it on and not put it on. And um, uh, uh, iTunes recommends if you even think you're going to get explicit at any point. Because I don't know if you could pull it and put it back on for some of them. But if you uh, think you're going to get explicit, you they recommend you put it there for safety. Uh, otherwise, you can run into some issues with like it. What? Like what? They'll, they'll like, pull your podcast and they oh, yeah, won't air it. Kind of, that kind of yeah. Sucks. Yeah, you don't want um, that. Um, Oh, and then so you yeah, have to reapply, and <coughs> they go through it all, and there's a oh, reevaluation process. that sounds like a no-brainer. Process. Yeah. I mean, even if you can drop one F-bomb, I mean, it seems um, like you probably... A lot of... Some, like... Uh, I think it's... WNYC... Uh, who makes it? It's like the... They make Freakonomics. They make a bunch of podcasts. I can't remember. NPR. National Public Radio. <laughs> so, like, I don't think that they have an E They uh, on their thing and they curse very infrequently they also give an advisory right in the beginning of the show hey you know this this show might not pro- be is it live live though or do they have like a dump button is there a delay or no the, no no they were they recorded they there's a super edited yeah like it's very refined right which i'm not sure if i'm a fan of because i'm always one of those people that's like you know what what details are they leaving out well, that's kind of part of this too, isn't it? They could be raw and improvised, and yes. I kind of see where it goes. Yes. And they and chop their whole like I would imagine they probably have several hours worth of audio that they slice up to be one hour, which isn't a terrible thing as long as they're not manipulating the situation. No, right? I but mean, don't you're you want... hearing what they want you to hear, not the whole well, that's whole the story. I mean, isn't doesn't that kind of like go against the morals of NPR? Isn't that like? You're getting what the story is supposed to be, but maybe there's some stuff that they don't air specifically so you don't hear it. Well, I think that's kind of ridiculous. See, so it's like the news, for example. I don't watch the news. The news. No, it's not, yeah, but the general the concept of it. It's, Dude. They only put out what they want you to see, not what they don't. Blood, want guts, see. murder. Like, what was it? If it bleeds, it leads. It's like, I think that was in a movie once. Like, I had heard, uh, oh, Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That was a good movie, actually. Check that out. I'm pretty sure they said that. Like, if it leads, it bleeds. But who the uh, fuck watches the news? A lot like, of it's people. Old. Yeah, but why? Uh, I don't know. I, see, I would want to understand that. Like, what exactly. Like, you know, if we're talking about productive time and spending time and stuff, like, what exactly are you learning? In the news? Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you. Well, I mean, you don't watch it, right? Nice but I have a conversation. what's going on. What? About the fires and the floods and the people that have been murdered and, and, and robbed and yeah, convenience you keep up stores? On, you keep up on politics and finance. Politics? And we're not talking politics, but you can keep – like, it's a way to kind of keep up on them. Keep up – but what are you keeping up – like, how do you even know if it's real? Don't we have to well, fact that's check the, – that's the problem. Don't we have to fact check everything? Everything. So who the hell has time for that? Nobody. So who's responsible for putting out accurate information? Nobody. That's not okay. No. So what, I think, are, you, I think, what are you doing about that, Harrison? I think society as a whole – I'm doing this to try to provide people with semi-factual information. And by semi-factual, I mean that we usually go off on tangents. Here's something I'm disappointed at. Oh, my God. And we're going to work on this right now. You still don't have the camera up in here. How many shows have you had? You're number 57. I'm 57. So I was, what, 41 and then 57? Yep. Okay. How much would a camera cost to mount up on that beautiful mount that is just sadly sitting there with absolutely nothing? It looks like an erect penis that has been ready to go (laughs) on Viagra lasting for months. And you were just letting there that, was a camera on. You there. were just letting that poor man sit there, there with blue balls, and he is just in agony. So and a camera, all, the ca- I've found a camera that does what I wanted to do. How much is it? Like seven thousand dollars. 
Holy shit, that's a lot. Can you compromise a little bit? Like, I was not expecting you to say that much. Yes. Is there something you could kind of come down to? Not really. So there's one camera. So I bought a camera that I think thought could do what I wanted to do. As of right now, it's not able to do what I want it to do, and I have to figure out why. What do you want why. it to do? What does that mean? I want it to sit there and record the whole show right. with pretty clear accuracy of the conversation. And I found, I believe, I thought I found the camera that could do it, but the only problem is it only allows you to take about 20 minutes of video at a clip. So that would mean every 20 minutes I have to restart it. It can hold the full spectrum of the podcast, but I don't know if... See, this is where it gets super technical. I don't know if the reason why I can only hold 20 minutes of recording is because there's something called read and write speeds of... I know, right? No, so, I don't know if the, the, the SD card in it can write fast enough to keep up with the, what's going on. But why can't you have just something record on, like, an external hard drive or something like that? Why can't Those you... Those cameras cost tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, so you have to have a complete setup to have it, like... Not necessarily a complete setup, but, like, if I wanted... <clears throat> so, for example, these connections right here are called XLR connections. In order to have a camera that takes in an XLR connection, um, the typical starting price is around $4,000. To find one that I that does exactly what I want it to do is between six dollars and $7,000, Maybe eight thousand with all the bells and whistles that I actually want. I know, right? You're getting exhausted. No, 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 no. I, that's why I turned away. But like, but but is there something you can buy to just start and then build on top of it? Like, is that something like, you know, can you buy yeah, like? I'm a base? trying to buy another iPhone, so I don't. the The thing is, I would like to go live on Facebook and stuff like that. That's the ultimate goal. The only problem is going live for that long turns this thing into a glowing hot brick. And it's uh, terrible for your battery. Yeah. So I'm okay with doing that as long as I have a spare phone or iPod or something of that nature that can hook up it to Wi-Fi or something like that that can do it. But the audio quality is going to be shit and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. To do what I actually wanted to do, the whole setup that I really want is like twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Little but, outside but, of my project but, for not but, making any yeah, money. But I mean, real realistic. Give myself a seamless plug-in though. You can go support me on Patreon. UnderBrutallyHonestPodcast.com support. For what? To support me. If you want to pay for, to help me out. How much money is that earned? A uh, dollar an episode. Or you can do up to $10 an episode. Wait, no, no. How much have you earned off that? Uh, a whopping zero dollars. <laughs> How long is it enough for? Not that long. Like, what's not that long? I don't know. A couple of months. days, a couple of Two months? <laughs> Look. Harrison, holy <laughs> shit. That's fucking pathetic, man. I'm I, sorry. Dude, you haven't th- even earned a dollar? Like I'm one. giving away a free service. I'm not charging for anything. It's only if you want to support it. You are a... <laughs> no one wants to support you. This I'm going to cry. That's so sad. You oh can support God. me. You're a friend of mine. You should be supporting me. I mean, are we at friend territory? We're building there. I wouldn't say friend We're yet. Building. We're building there. Asshole. We're building there. But no, I mean, I'm confused. No, this is interesting. Let's talk about this. Like, So you have a... Like a quote, like a fund me kind of thing. Like you can kind just support of, yeah. me, and yeah. and it's supporting. It's just perpetual. If anybody wants, to. I, you, use whatever fancy word you want, pal. You don't have that zero dollars on that thing. Zero dollars, man. Right, but I'm saying, but it's but, so it's not su- building this to make money. If I it's do, great. If not I don't, the point. But nobody's supporting you. You've had forty five podcasts. Have, I don't really push it either. Well, you have to in, do. Let's develop a business strategy on this. Because listen, look, I mean, you put in a lot of time here, right? You've been doing this for what, a year? Just almost a year. Almost a year year in April. Right? It'll be a year in April. So 
You got subscribers. You got a fan base. I say... Let's not get carried away with that word fan base. I have a base. I don't know if they're fans yet. Why? You said you have a lot of supporters. People are... I mean, people are listening. I do. I have a couple hundred. Right? But, I mean, think about it. You had that dude on that, you know, had, you know, a lot of... Right? He was on. Yes. JR. JR. Yeah. Right? What does he do? He is a... A stock analyst, I guess, would be the best way to put it, and uh, that's interesting. And a swing trader. Okay. Um, he also uh, runs a chat, a stock trading chat group where people discuss what they're buying and selling and why they're buying and selling it, and it's basically like a community forum to help people make money through through trading. Like regular day to day people. Yeah, like if you if you don't have time to sit there and trade all day long, right? You can pay a subscription fee to be in his group, and you basically get access to read all these messages and contribute if you'd like to contribute. And that access basically gives you insights on what's you know hot trending stocks. So for example, he just sent out a monthly newsletter that basically says, "Hey, you know, ex- these these four stocks we told you to buy at this at this." Two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, and in those two, three, four months, this is how much they've grown. And he even includes the ones that um, that didn't do as good as the rest of them. And he's yeah, it's not transparency, right? He's yeah, show full the ones transparency. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, these what, are my. Right. These are the thirty-five we told you to buy. Right. These are how they all did. Right. And what I was right about. Right, what like, I was wrong about. Right. Huge chunk of some yeah, of them. You just good. didn't make that much money. That's Almost good. all of them went up. That's interesting. Uh, and a lot of times too, you know, he also says, you know, this is a short-term hold. You buy it, hold it for a week, and sell it. Sometimes he says, you know, these are longer-term holds. These are three, four-month holds. You know, sometimes he says these are month holds. You know, and then you gauge what your risk, risk and reward is. You know, that's interesting. So I don't have time for that. Kind very of intelligent dude. Yeah, very, smart. I like very, that. very smart. Um, so not to give him a plug or anything, but he's he, well, he's, he's been on your show. That's yeah, good. absolutely. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah, but that's what he does. He's gonna. I'm in the process of getting him back on. I want him here in person, though. He lives in Canada. That's See, that's the stuff. thing. Like, that's what I was thinking about too. Like, I think you got to find a way to do a little bit more collaboration. Like, I mean, you know, we can probably do this live. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's we, the ultimate goal. Well, I mean, no, but ultimate goal. Fuck, man, we can do it right now. Plan it right now. We can plan it right now on you know on this on podcast. Air? Yeah, well, think about it. I mean, you have at least a handful of people that you can put up on a chair in front and as something as you moderate, right? Like, and we can do a lot and we can do a Q and a too. We can make it more business related. You know what I'm saying? Like have it a little bit more structured, maybe just a couple of hit points. Mm-hmm. But think about it, man. Like how many people can you get in the room? I mean, we all have pretty expansive networks. You can charge people tickets, and like you're gonna get information on your oh, business. Oh, to listen and I'll oh, do like a live Q and A. Yeah, a live Q and A, whatever it is. Mm, like we'll I find like some that. kind of arena, right? We'll charge tickets. But I'm saying, man, like it's time for you to monetize. I know this a lot of people. No, I'm I'm not in the rush to monetize. None, it's not, no, but you are because you have growth plans. It's not like don't see this and like go back to Fitzy, right? Don't fucking apologize for promoting yourself. Like make that shameless plug. Ask for money. Like you put it down there and you're not promoting it. Two months. Like what do you think? It's like miraculously people are going to just start throwing dollars at this yes. thing? No, you're fucking. Oh no, no, no! I don't think people are going to miraculously throw money at it. However, over these last. I'd say two months, because I've been doing a I, over the last two months. I've re, I really have been grinding. My schedule has also been ridiculously jam packed. I'm getting not even not even to consider the sleep, but I have like a six hour block once a week that I take for myself. That I just hey, this is my time. I'm gonna do whatever I want, and I'm not gonna be grinding. And over the last I'd say two months, really, since I kicked off the Patreon and officially made it, because I just put information up there, and if somebody wanted to go to, and now it's getting full of information 
now I'm like, all right, what am I seeing? What are other really successful people doing in this industry? Now I'm going to try to start mimicking that. I'm going to try to make it more what appealing. What are they doing? So I've seen people do, um, you know, they do a, a follow me underneath each episode. You know, here's the episode. Here's the episode. They don't give any episode notes, but they get they give a synopsis of who the person is. Right. And then they say, hey, here's the website. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. I never did that before. I would just give a, a bio of the person. You know, I never included go to brutallyhonestpodcast.com. It's just you're always looking at it on your phone. You know, I didn't have – I just fired up a separate Instagram page, Brutally Honest Podcast, that people can go follow. So they don't have to see all the normal bullshit I go through. They just get to see the can podcast. Can you on – like when I stream it on my phone, right, and I stream it on my car, mm-hmm. and, it, it, and it pulls across – like, you know, whatever it's – I think it says Harrison Barron, you know, brutally on a pocket, whatever. Maybe episode whatever, Justin McAuliffe, you know, McAuliffe CPA Enterprises, right? Oh, yeah. McAuliffe CPA Enterprises PC. That's right. That was a perfect time because I'm, I'm filming real quick just to oh, cool. promote it on the social media. Hello. Shit, now I don't – now I'm scared. Don't be scared. No, I'm nervous now. But um, the point is that um, – lost my train of thought again. God damn it, Justin. Shit, man. But that's maybe like I, I'm slowly making – like now I'm going to be doing an, a weekly newsletter. I'm in the process of figuring out like MailChimp to keep a constant contact of people to, oh, so what I was to saying, give yeah. show notes and stuff like, like that. But like with the scroll on my phone on – my, on my car, right, like on my radio, you can have like more information, you know? I mean you should have like – have that – can't you do that? Like isn't there a way you can do that tech-wise? Like – have whatever content is on the app that's going to go on the Bluetooth. Like, can't you have that? Like, isn't there a way you can do that? And like, I don't think that it's only the name of the actual, th- the actual. Yeah. Like, show. I wonder if like, there's it's a not way. The bio. I don't know. I have to. I've. I don't see that when I put up somebody else's podcast. I don't see the. Bio. That's what I'm saying. Like, ask some of the nerds around here. I mean, they might have. They might have some. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's something you can maybe like. Even if it's an app, one of these guys develop, and then you can like promote that app. I was gonna do an app, but that's be cool. Like you have to download this app to watch the podcast, right? Like download the Too app. Much work. People are so lazy, dude. Ugh. People are so like I, I. I honestly thought about that, and I said, you know, if, they're like I don't want to download an app. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want? No, I, no, I already have a. I dude, no, have no, no, don't listen. listen to fucking people. Don't listen to people. Just do it. I guarantee people download. Guaranteed. And not oh. even that too. Like, and if that app could then actually display, like, because the whole point here is to promote business and like cross, you know, and and build a community. But instead of the app, my, f- my website is mobile friendly, like podcast dot com. And then on there, you can see everything. Like, I'm gonna be putting in a blog. So that's another thing to make my. So how many people are engaging? Like, how many to my pe- website? Yeah, you know, a couple hundred a week. Like, that's, so that's pretty good. So that's what I'm saying. Like, all the people listening to this and stuff and checking you out. I mean, that's yeah. not terrible. Like, we can put together. Something like we can put together some kind of like round to and like and like bring a Q and A, you know, and have people register for it. And look, man, like, and if people don't register for it, then we just won't do it. Like, you know, what I'm yeah. saying, like, set up for success, not for failure. Like, you know, let's just have realistic expectations. And honestly, I got a pretty cool place we can do it on. One of my partners actually owns a boat in Freeport, and he has a yacht. Actually, it's a fucking yacht. We can actually do it. It holds a hundred people. God damn. All right, we fuck can, it, let's do it. We can do something. I'll like bring that. I'll bring all the stuff down there and make it happen. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. How many how many setups do you have? What do you mean? As far as like how like, many times can I replicate what I what you see right here? Yeah, because you want to do a Q and A too, right? And I, I would think like we you know we would have to put together something too, like you know like whatever four people or two people three whatever you decide to mm-hmm. do, like you know and like just and and it'll be like a podcast, right? And we can talk about some other fun stuff too, but like then you can record it. 
and then you can charge money because again the point it's not it's not again like that monetization is not going in your pocket it's going into your company yes. you know and if your fans and your supporters really do support you like they will buy your stuff that you buy yeah. buying things and going to these events and stuff and then we can buy the friggin' ridiculous $25,000 thing, you know? Like, because yeah. again, like, I kind of advise the same things on my small business owners. Like, you can't be afraid to fail. Like, don't be afraid to taking on a debt or more money. Like, look, it's the world we live in, too, right? I mean, what are your goals? Like, what's stopping you from getting there? Most of the time, it's you, you know? Yes. Like, the fear of doing something, whatever it is, you know? Like, and again, just going back to Fitzy, like, you know, don't fucking be. You know, selfless about it. like it's okay. Like this is your like my wife told me this, and and one of her bosses had told me like your career is the only thing in life that you're really it's okay to be selfish about. You know, because oh. you're building something. You're not taking the money from your fans, putting it in your pocket, and buying a Bugatti. And no, you don't know something. 100%. One day you will, but guess what? People will still want to support you. Yes. I mean, that's proven in society. Look at the fucking famous athletes, and 100%. you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, so clearly people don't mind you know consuming their stuff. Stuff, so 20, 2018, January 1, 2018, there's a, there's, I already have a couple ideas. I shouldn't say a couple ideas. I have ideas now, and January 1 is when I want to go live with all of them. To And my and my big thing is about this is not even so much the money, because I know the money will come. I tell people that all the time. Like, it's not the money. The money will come. I have what <laughs> I want. I don't mind taking out a couple hundred dollars out of my pocket to shell out and keep investing in this. But the thing that I want to focus on so deeply that I think people lack so much is added value. You know, if you a lot sometimes you don't have time to listen to an hour and a half episode, but maybe you could read a five minute blog. So if I could bang out a five minute blog once a week and then blast it out in the email letter, but that's the thing, now right? I'm exactly. Like five business tips by Justin McAuliffe, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, five insurance tips by you know Jonathan Carroll. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like you know, five tax tips. You know, Josh Kreitzman, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And you know, anything. Just don't forget. And then, but you got to shit. That's the thing. But you're only one man too. You know, like there's only so much work you can do. Like you got to be able to hire people and you can't hire people. Like you can't get like maybe Adam from Generations Beyond to help you on certain things because you don't have the money. But again, if you have a couple of hundred people, like we could legitimately build something. And and, and that's the thing. Like don't focus on on 10 things. Let's focus on one. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, again, people talk like you and I have even talked about some things that probably haven't happened. They probably won't happen. But again, like, you know how it goes. Like everyone has all these great ideas. But until you really put it into play. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm a good idea guy, but in the same sense, I don't want to do shit by myself because I've done shit by myself before and it never works. Like, I'm ready to rock and roll on anything. Like, once a few steps start going, I'm like, all right, bro, let's go. Let's do this. And yeah. I'm telling you, like, we can do that and sell, I mean, 100 tickets easily. Yes. Easily. But that so. I like. Uh, the q and I'm down for 100%. So then we should do that. Let's do so it. So what do we have to do? Let's plan know. it right now. This Probably. will be like behind the scenes, Probably actually. Don't to advertise it. Okay, well, that's easy. Well, but that's, you know, we have to build a plan first. Right, so you like you would so you would host it, right? So then think about it, right? Like I would come in and like do accounting stuff or something like mm-hmm. that, and like John, whoever it is, right? Yes. But like you know, bring like one of your best guests, like see if that guy will come on, you know, and like try to make sh- and like mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be improv too, but in the same sense, you know, we can probably have a couple of hit points, and mm-hmm. we can have open bar, we can have Hanging Hill sponsor it, you know, what I'm saying like they can provide all the booze and alcohol. I'm sure I can get other people. I'm sure you know some restaurant clients that'll probably cater it for us for free. You know, and or even a very discounted rate, and just cross promote the yeah. shit out of it, right? I mean, everyone's getting a little piece of the action because everyone's brands are getting promoted. By the way, we're building the brutally honest podcast featuring Harrison Barron, so he can grow his company. Yes, right. I'm not opposed to it. At all. all right, so get to work. I'll see you later. Good. Thanks for having me. And uh, 
Wait, we're only 54 minutes in. No, man, that's it. Good. You have fuck, you have work to do. No, I have, you don't have I time have, for I me have, here. No, I have a show. I have a show to produce. No, you. Well, then, then you, then you are you are fucking smart. See, I don't even have my headphones on right now, right? You are a smart enough guy. You can figure out a way to close this without me. I think you got this. Oh, then, I could definitely figure out a way yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to close it. Well, just cut the whole thing. Don't matter. You got work to do. I won't even air it. What do you mean? Like I just, I just, I won't air this. No, come on. I get excited about this. Now you're gonna disappoint me. Now I gotta put my headphones back. Yeah, actually, that's no, right. I, I, do have, I do have to pee though. We'll just pause time because that's what we can do in the podcast world. God, the magic of science. Why? Done. They just—they have no idea that we just stop. But for you can literally totally three fucking hours. do that though. Like, it is—it is a hundred percent possible. You just said it during the break, right? Like, you know, you just got a couple of followers just now. Yes. My man. That's the Instagram, though. My Instagram is not I don't that care important. where the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's engaging. Like, there is engagement here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. Like, and, bro, I got fucking, like, all this shit. Like, let's rock and roll, man. Like, let's fucking do it because there's the opportunity. Like, just sitting around just waiting for something to happen, Harrison, ain't going to happen. Like, you've been doing this almost a year. You should be fucking ridiculously proud of yourself. I don't want you to think for oh, one thanks, second bud. I'm going to fucking rip your ass into you even though I'm about to do that. Like, you don't have to. That's so hard. Like, we talked about that last time, man. That takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of balls. Like, but don't stop there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shouldn't be enough for you. And, like, no, you know, it's, no, no, no. But again, no. Definitely like, not. you know, but I know that. And I know that about you. And I know you have that drive in you. But, like, you've reached the point now where, you know what? Like, now it's time. Like, we got to start making some money. Like, I got a lot of cool, really, like, really cool opportunities. I know a lot of other people that we know mutually mm-hmm. have a lot of cool opportunities. A lot of my clients, like, you're working with one of my clients, right? Like, you know, Adam's about to work with another one of my clients. Like, oh, awesome. All of that stuff needs to be, you know, collaborated and explained and showcased, too, and showcased through what your network of people and professionals and what that means to the world, man. And that's you have to part understand, of my email like, blast. That's the motherfucking passion that you build in the younger entrepreneurs wherever they are, right? Like Gary V kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like where they're local and they see that the nerds that care is not just the nerds that care about IT. It's there's a lot of they other – They care about the employees and stuff. It's not even that. They care about their referral partners, right? I mean – we were just sharing with your boss, and you know what, right? Like that, that James, funny, yeah, right? But is. right, you know what I'm saying? Like some guy that you know trying to fuck with me and bully me, and he wants to kick his ass, right? So yeah. that was nice to him, and I've only met him for the second time. Thanks, James. <laughs> really appreciate it. Five one six eight four one three four nine nine. Text me. Um, I hope that that's not your real number. It is. Uh, I can't wait till I have a hundred thousand people that follow me, and I could just be like, "Hey, that dude just gave his number. Send dick pics." But so what? It's on my business card. You just get a. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not advertising a business card. That's for. But I'm advertising my business card. Folks, feel free to call Justin, and not just for CPA things. Let's see. I I I, I, I bet you no one calls me. Somebody is going to say, "Nope, fuck that." I'm going to call him. So whoever is listening, who gets this far, fifty-seven minutes, give or take, because I have to do it. <coughs> um, call fine. Justin, or Challenge. just text them out of the blue and fuck Whatever. with them. But no, that's fine too. But honestly, like, I'm not gonna. I, you know what? Unless you get me super stoned or something, I'm in the mood. Like, don't bait me. It's just not gonna work. Like, but you fucking ask me goddamn tax question, motherfucker. That's why I'm here, right? Like, you taxes know? are so boring. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, you still need to know it. Yes. I mean, look. What I mean, t- people talk about that stuff too, right? They, like, I wish they caught. I mean, they didn't teach me how to balance a checkbook. They didn't teach me how to do my taxes. Like, I can. 
you know, and I can easily, I can make money off that too, you know, like, I mean, there's always opportunities to make money, even if it's supporting your podcast or something like that, right? Like, we can do something like that. Like, if you text me, how about this, motherfucker? Like, we'll do this. Like, uh, let me think about this for a second. Um, anyone who texts me, anyone who texts me with a tax question about their world, their, like, personal business, whatever it is, tax question, one question, anyone who texts me with a question that I can help them with, Move the mic a little bit. What's that? You had to move the mic a little bit. Anyone text me that I can... Why was that? Now now it's... It'll get you no matter where you are. It, it Like the microphone... All right, I mean, sorry. The, I didn't know that. Microphone. That actually even sounds a lot better, too. Yes. Oh, very good. Sorry. You were good for most of it, by the way. Oh, that's all right. So anyone... And, then, and, and, and I help them, and they appreciate it, has to donate... $50 to the Brutally Honest podcast, and they have to go on your little thing on the bottom and do it. All right. Okay, but the only way it works is if you text me a question and I tell you you can answer it, and I'm not answering the question until Harrison confirms the money has been Venmoed in or whatever it is, and I'll answer your question. Oh, I see what you're doing. Well, right, otherwise motherfuckers are just going to, oh, thanks, sucker, not going to do it. Like, no, 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 no. You should just text Justin. Just to prove that somebody's listening. That's fine, too. That can probably happen. But if anyone's interested and they would like something answered, any kind of tax-related question about their personal life, business, or whatever it is, you know what? If I know the answer, if I can steer you in the right direction. Like, I don't know everything, and I really don't. Like, I know a lot of, like, a lot of stuff, but there's a shitload of stuff I don't know. But I can at least easily point you in the right direction. You know, and if I'm not able to at least answer or point you in the right direction, then there's no need. Then, you know, you will give them their money back. All right, fair enough. Okay, and if they're not happy for whatever reason, fair but enough. the deal is, is that I have to at least point them in the right direction. Maybe give them one of my other referral partners, right? Which mm-hmm. is always, a, or answer their question. I got you. While we're on the topic of referral partners, yeah, do you want to explain what that is? Because I don't know if everybody would know what the referral partner is. Um. Okay. So, putting you on the spot. No, I mean, I'm just trying to think about how I want to frame it. Like, so Harrison and I are referral partners, right? So I've recently started my own business. I'm independent now. I have my own company, um, McCall of CPA Enterprises, and I am essentially a a chief operating officer for the accounting infrastructure, right? Like, I can do almost anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I have referral partners that I subcontract work out to, mm-hmm. and I have a relationship with them, some kind of business relationship, whether it's financial or relationship or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah. it's not bartering or anything like that. It's yeah. all, like, on the books and legit. Like, Yeah, it's but, just a mutual, hey, go check that person <clears throat> out. Right, and whether there's, like, okay, well, then, you know, I keep you in mind on my clients and anyone that needs tax and accounting work. Obviously, you're always front in mind. And, you know, the complex thing about what I do is that it's really hard for my referral partners to – sell my services because it's kind of complicated. It's really hard. Like, I mean, unless you kind of see it in action a little bit, like you experience it, right? Like that's yes. more of the operational things, right? And and I, AG Electric, right? I love them and they're a great client. They've been a client, right? And, and you now working with them. Mm-hmm. But part of my role there, yes, I handle, you know, I, mean, I, you know, I handle sales tax, but I do, you know, book and record stuff. But like, you know, the operations, like making sure shit's getting done. Like my mm-hmm. company name was going to be GSD Enterprises, but 
the state of New York shot me down because my initials aren't GSD and GSD stands for get shit done. Mm. And I was going to build a company just based around that philosophy. But since I'm a licensed professional and I have to have a, uh, um, a, uh, a PC, a professional corporation, any initials in my, any initials or words have to be my own. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. So anyway, so, um, but you saw that go down. Like I was just making sure things were moving forward properly, right? Because small business owners tend to forget these things. A lot of them, like most of them are good at just one or two things. But one of those things is always their business, right? Like yeah. they're uh, amazing and brilliant. Of course they are. Otherwise they wouldn't get to where they are, exactly. right? But the problem is, is as their business grows, it's difficult for them to keep up with it. And they're doing too much for themselves. Like mm. their work, they're spending too much time working in their business. Yes. And they should be working on it, right? They should hire. They should just hire a professional to take care. That I care. agree with one hundred percent. Right, just hire me, and I will take care of everything. Yes, all right. Maybe you don't have to pay me, and you know what? Maybe you have to pay me a lot. Like it depends on how what many hours you need. It. You know, yeah. but again, like I am going to take a shitload of stuff off your plate, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get it all done and deploy it using my referral partners, right? Nerds that care for IP, if needed. If I have like a whole big. I don't know, sales tax audit I got to do. I got somebody I can help, you know, that can help me with that. Or if like maybe people are behind on their tax returns or maybe they just need somebody to come in and just review their books and records and yeah. like restructure or even stabilize their accounting infrastructure or something like that. You know, whatever it might be, or even just, you know, a little educated education on their personal taxes. Yeah. That's the thing. Tax reform so freaking pop. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. And I'm saying I shit. I just watched a video on tax reform. What did they say? What did you learn? I learned nothing. What, do you, what are your I questions? I just learned that... Um, the tax reform will help Southwest Airlines. Why? I, uh, the, I you came back in the room and I stopped watching. Okay, but did you hear anything else? Like no, not what it is or anything like that. It's so just a whole a bunch of so what? All right, so explain what this whole tax reform thing is. I have no fucking idea. Great, back to square one. It doesn't matter. Like I mean, they're talking about repealing the AMT, and I know What's the an AMT? Uh, the alternative minimum tax, which is essentially. A way for high-income earners to pay a minimum amount of tax, and what it essentially does is it eliminates deductions that um, most people get to take. State and local income taxes, uh, mortgage interest, you know, a few other things. And um, they add that back to your taxable income, and they tax you at that rate. And then, But there's other things that go on, So like, and then whatever is the higher of the two tax, mm-hmm. you, you pay. You pay. But it's like they're repealing where they're taking that away, but they kind of do that anyway because the deductions they're taking off of what's called schedule a, which is the itemized deductions. Right. So like, mm-hmm. all right. So, wow. Am I really talking about this stuff? Yep. Fuck. You all interrogated right. me. I am so interrogating you no, it's fine. I just, I don't want to get like too technical. Like, cause this is something that happens to me too. Like if I get, I, I talk fast anyway, Mm-hmm. But then when we get technical, like I tend to go like really fast, and mm. you think that was passed out call before. What would you you cut that for? What when I was snoring for what like forty five minutes? Yeah. No, was yeah. it that long? No. no. Was it twenty minutes? Was it like twenty minute nap? You're out of your mind. What? It wasn't twenty minutes. How long was it? It's like thirty seconds. No, yeah, it was at were. least I fell asleep for at least at least ten minutes. Yeah. No. Anyway. Continue. So right, sorry. So I'll try to take the spotlight right. off. So you work at Nerds That Care. Yes. And you have a W-2. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Yes. What does it mean? It means that you're a regular paid, paid, regular paid employee on the books. Do you know how to read it? No. Like, do you know what the taxes you're paying? Yeah. What are you paying? It's, uh, what is it, one percent, it's, uh, not percentage, but it's social security tax, it's state tax, um, there is, 
There's two other tax things on there. That's good. Yeah. You're right. There are two others. Yeah, I forget. Two uh, big ones. Is it, is it Medicare? That's one. Yeah, Medicare. The other and one the big is, one. It's not federal. Yeah, it's federal. Oh, it is federal. Good. Yeah, that's okay. good. Oh, you got it all. Fucking damn That was good. Right. Nice. I was impressed. Well done. Do you know what any of that means? No. no. Well, federal, federal tax is obviously federal tax. Yeah. State tax is obviously state tax. Medicare tax is the... Uh, isn't that like the hope that you know if you do get injured or something like that, you know the the government will pay? It goes into for, yeah, it goes into a program to yeah. fund health benefits. And then like Social Security, you know, you, allegedly we should all be able to right. get your Social Security. Which is an underfunded program somehow, which is ridiculous to even think about because that's a that's a tax that's collected twice. Employers pay it. Nerds mm. that care, you pay your own FICA tax. They pay, ta- they pay too. Right, it's six point two percent Social Security, one point four five percent Medicare. And Medicare is taxed at uh, – there's no ceiling on Medicare tax. So whether you earn like $2 a year or $200 million on your W-2, which no one would ever do, but you know, whatever, just for whatever, 200000 <laughs> you pay 1.45% one, you, of that is Medicare. And nerds that care have to also pay that 1.45%. Mm. So Social Security, on the other hand, is 6.2%, which also has to get matched mm-hmm. on both sides. So it's – you know. Six point two for you and six point two for neat for nerds, but that's capped. Like the ceiling on that, it changes. It's changed a bunch. I haven't done tax returns in a couple of years. But I think it's like a hundred and hundred and fourteen, hundred and fifteen, hundred and sixteen thousand, something along those lines. Like I think it's going that up. They can take. Well, not that they can take that they can tax you on, right? So oh, it's six point two percent of up to that amount. So if you make a hundred thousand dollars, you're getting taxed at a hundred thousand dollars. That's six point two for Social Security. But if you make a hundred and twenty and say the ceiling is a hundred and ten, then you're only paying it on a hundred and ten, then that mm. ten thousand in excess and anything above is not subject to Social Security tax, uh, yeah. the six point two percent. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So so you get your W-2, and then you have other income, you know, whether it's interest income or dividends, you know, mm-hmm. if you have some investments, right? We were yep, talking about yep. stocks before, mm-hmm. right? And all that shit turns over, and, and, and some of that Hopefully spits. Hopefully you make some money on it, yeah. Yeah, but you can make several – there's several different revenue streams there, right? I mean, you can get some dividends. You can mm-hmm. get interest income, and that's taxed at different rates depending on your bracket. Yeah. You know, and then you can also – you know, you can make money on the on the purchase and the sale of that stuff too, and and whatever you buy it for, you know, less whatever you sell it for is going to be your gain, hopefully, right? And and depending on when that happens, also depends on the type of rate. So if it's a short term investment, you're going to pay a higher. What's a short term investment considered? Twelve months, a year. God damn it! Why? Because all my things are short term. What do you mean? Well, it's not always going to be short term. No, not always. <laughs> it's like time eventually does happen. Eventually, they will become long term. No, I buy, sell. Yeah, but well, less than a year. Oh, oh yeah. All right. So you're yeah. going to pay. You're paying twenty percent. I think it's twenty percent now. Don't call me on that. If anyone like, ah, it's like I'm pretty sure it's like twenty percent in that um, vicinity. Yeah, and the long term is only fifteen, but that's part of the tax repeal too. I know yeah. that went up <clears throat> for the high income earners. It went up to twenty, and I think that's being changed too. I don't really remember because mm. I haven't really looked up on it. Like I should. But, like, the thing is, too, like, as tax practitioners, it's, like, there's always a lot of tax reform stuff and what's really going to happen, what's not going to happen. Like, I've actually been involved with things that were 100% going to happen, and I've actually had training programs. It was the Tangible Personal Property Regulations, and it was a couple of years ago, and, like, everything was changing in terms of how people had to report their tangible personal property, which is, like, fixed assets, equipment, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of crap, and the useful lives they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to depreciate them, <clears throat> and then how you're supposed to apply that on a go-forward, whether you're supposed to capitalize things or expense them, and what I mean by that, if you buy a piece of equipment— do you have to depreciate that over its useful life? 
you know, whether that's three years, five years, seven years, and I'm being a little bit more layman, but you know, and, and you know, so it's $10,000 and it's, you know, 10 years, you only get to do a thousand dollars a year, which kind of yeah. sucks because you buy it, you can only get a benefit over, but you know, there are rules you can accelerate that or, you know, with that 10,000, you can just expense it right away depending on the certain rules. Mm. So it kind of makes yeah. sense. So what happened was all of that stuff changed. And we had like all this training, and I remember this very clearly. Even talking to some of my other associates, like my other managers and stuff, even the partners, like all this shit changed. We invested all this time and energy in like redeveloping the freaking programs and the internal controls and the policies on how we handle this stuff and what the game plan is going to be for certain clients and of a certain level, like small, large, etc. All this crap. And then all of a sudden, they threw in this like I don't even remember what the hell it was like this technicality that we're talking about. It's like it just. It didn't make sense. Like we weren't sure if it was like collect. I don't really remember what it was, but anyway, like there was this tech, you know. And then and then they threw out this like caveat that like kind of amended it a little bit and said, unless oh okay, like they threw out this threshold. Like if you didn't meet this threshold, you didn't have to worry about it, mm-hmm. which was essentially all of our clients, except for like two. Like mm-hmm. so, like you know, we're an office of fifty people, and you know we have all these clients, and like we spent all this time and energy probably a hundred or so like i mean tens at least tens like just Mm. in lost productive hours and lost billable time and like wasted time and then just confusion and you know probably all the mistakes that have probably happened after that too like it's Mm. an ongoing mistake and then it wound up not even affecting like a majority of our clients Mm -hmm. so the point is is that until i see the damn form Mm -hmm. i ain't fucking thinking about any of it yeah because until i see the form then I can talk about it, right? Because yeah. I know what the forms look like, and that's what I was just saying before, how like the interest and the dividends all add up and how you get the long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains. Yeah. Then you have other investments. that like It all flows through on like page one. And then you get to adjust your gross income, depend on certain things. If you like had an IRA, you know, mm-hmm. and you get to take that off your gross income, you know, and yeah. then you have other deductions and exemptions and you get to deduct out all your taxable income and and then you have your itemized deductions. And if you yeah. have, I think it's the standard deduction is like 10,500 or something like that. Like that, that changes too. Like I don't remember what it is, but um, if you have more, in itemized deductions than that number, then you can itemize. And that includes like the state and local income tax, real estate taxes, you know, medical deductions, but there's a threshold on that, like unreimbursed business expenses, but there's a threshold on that. And, you know, charity, like right charity and charitable donations. And and Mm -hmm. that's, and if that adds up more than the standard deduction, then you get to take that off your taxable income. Mm -hmm. And then that's the tax you pay. Gotcha. Yep. Did you know any of that? I did. I didn't. It's just not interesting. No. Sorry. What are you sorry for? I didn't invent it. True. I'm just trying to make money on it. That's crazy that they have all those regulations that like that ever it's so I just and that's just like the first two, that's just the first two pages of the tax return. I didn't even like talk about a lot of that stuff. How many pages are in a standard tax return? It really depends, honestly. Like the oh. legitimate pages like just a few, like four or five. Like there's a lot of statements and schedules and stuff, but mm. you know, like there's different, you know, schedules it would just hit you there. You like that's that? Okay. I'm sorry. Probably happens all the time. Playing footsies mm. with your knee. Um, you know, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It's really boring. Like, it's really there's nothing. But you know, my whole thing is is that people need to be educated on some of the basic stuff. Like, so many people can be like, "Oh, my accountant's great. I get so much money back." It's like that means absolutely nothing to me because yeah. first of all, I have no idea what your situation is. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have. I mean, and not even that. Like, he could be putting. It's like some egregious shit on there. Like before, you know, when I... When, oh, that you get, if you get audited. Dude, 
I remember, I'll never forget this, and my wife will attest to it. It's a true story. So when we, when Cheryl and I first started dating, and I think I wasn't really doing tax returns then, so my father was still helping me because he's a CPA. And I remember he was going to do Cheryl's tax return that year, and she was living at home. Mm. But this accountant, to again, it kind of ties into what I was saying before, the accountant that, that did her tax return, I don't know if he was a CPA or not, but the accountants, which is another thing that's just fucking egregious I can talk about for two hours, like the people that are out there like signing tax returns that aren't CPAs and just like charging money for this stuff, it's it's mm, it's, wonderful. it's fucking outrageous. If you don't have a CPA sign your tax return, you guys are crazy. And if you don't have a vetted CPA, like yeah. even worse. Anyway, um, to make her deductions go above the standard deduction, which was a lot less like – I think it's like eight now or whatever. It was like six sixty three hundred something something like that. She has, she has state and local income taxes, which you pay, which is a deduction, mm-hmm. but it was less than you know the, the the standard deduction. So he added real estate taxes onto her itemized deductions and deducted mm-hmm. real estate taxes, a significant amount, like six, seven, eight, ten, some crazy number. So now she got more money back. She lives at home. Yeah, she doesn't pay rent. Yeah, she, so she, she doesn't pay real estate. Her parents pay the real estate taxes. She can get in trouble for that then. Significant trouble, and her parents could too, because you're double dipping essentially. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. tax fraud. Nobody gets away from the IRS. It's but no. What are you talking about? They all fucking do, because that's all under the radar stuff. They don't audit that much. No, uh, I guess they don't have the personnel too. No, it's not even that. You kidding me? For a couple of thousand dollars, bro. That's why the Social Security Fund is underfunded, because there's billions of dollars being fucking stolen from our federal government. Not mm-hmm. to mention the states too, probably. All by like fraudulent income tax returns. But would you rather have the money in the state and the federal than in the people's hands? That is the question. Well, I'd rather have it in the state and the federal because this way when taxes are being raised, we have a little bit more understanding. Well, how is that possible? Like mm. how are you raising our taxes when, you know, you have all this fucking money? Like that's the thing. Like they they raise the taxes because they're under everyone's under budget. Everyone's mm. fucking like every it, you know, they don't have enough money. Like it it, it happens all the time. That's cuz it's corruption. It's like people just don't want to fucking work. People just want to do the bare fucking minimum. Yeah. See, I said I wasn't going to curse a lot. I'm pretty sure that just completely went off the rails. Uh, completely. But that yeah. was by your own choosing. Yeah, so, but anyway. So, wouldn't the person, yeah, but the person doesn't want to pay tax. So, aren't they technically winning if they don't have to pay tax? If they can get out of paying <laughs> They'll pay tax, but they won't pay the full percentage that they probably should. Is it worth it? Because there's a good CPA. I don't want to say that hides the money, but dude, there's other ways. Like there's just other strategic ways. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just better ways. I mean, you can just. I mean, sometimes people's tax situations are your tax situations. I mean, there's really just not much you can do about it. But you can get more creative with charitable deductions. I mean, people are extremely charitable, and mm-hmm. they don't even realize it. Like people just throw cash on there. But you can, like, you know, people donate clothing all the time. Mm. Furniture, fixtures, equipment, like, computer stuff. Like, all that stuff has a value. Yeah. And that can add up to significant dollars, you know? And people always kind of ignore that stuff. What about any money that you spend outside of the workplace, especially if you're a W-2 employee that doesn't get reimbursed by your employer? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a ton of expenses that that happens for, and just people don't think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just by those two areas there that are almost certainties that I know people do, they just don't think about that's a more legitimate 
business deduction. That's, yeah. a, I mean, a personal income tax deduction. That's an itemized deduction. And it's legitimate because it's stuff that you can actually support and substantiate. Taking real estate taxes off as a 27-year-old living at your parents' home Doesn't is something that you, that's fucking egregious. Yeah. Like, it's just fraudulent. Mm. You know, but that stuff happens all the time. Like, poll your CPAs. They know. You know, and the problem with the good ones is that they're all overworked. Yeah. Because, like, the good ones know, but then they don't have staff to do the work. Mm. So, like, that's the problem. Like, like the good ones are all, you know, hiding and overworked and, uh, you know, they yeah. can't find guys like me to get the work done because there's no chance in hell I'm doing that shit. So, because mm. it's just, it's inefficient, you know, it's just, it's inefficient. And there's a huge disruption coming to the accounting industry that's already here. Artificial intelligence is taking over. Really? It's going to happen, man. It already is. There's companies that are already experimenting with it. You like know, books or something different. No, I don't, different. I, I mean, I I'm sure Intuit's yeah, yeah, working on it. If they're a huge company, I mean, if you think about it, substantially, all you really need is a program to be attached to your bank account and just be able to run the numbers through your friggin' program at any given time. Like it's, mm. it, and it can do it, and it'll learn too. Yeah, right. Which is kind of scary, because then, like, I think people then will get a little bit lazy and then not pay attention to it. And then God forbid one slip up. <sighs> Skynet, baby. Yeah, adding one more zero on accident could really fuck something up. You know, but again, I mean, it's happening, right? And, yeah. you know, things are going overseas in India. Like, that's happening. Like, big firms are doing it. Small firms are doing it. Anyone who's telling you they're not, they're lying to you. Yeah. Like, they are. Like, because, again, they're charging $8 an hour for bookkeeping. Where firms here are charging $90 an hour. Yeah, when you just have to pay one software company. It's, it's not even that. It's mundane data entry. Like, that's all it is. It's mundane data entry. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that stuff. to do it, and the computer spits it out with but, accurate numbers. Yeah, but somebody still needs to read it. Oh, you yeah. Know? And it's not even so much about that. It's just having, like, instead of having to input all the deposits or input all the bills or the checks that clear, you know what I'm saying? You just have a program, like, you have artificial intelligence just, like, posting that automatically. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really all it is. It's just, I, I know the I know one company, which I won't promote or plug or at all, but, um, you know, they know they, they do that. Um, I don't think it's successful. I'm sure it has its kinks. I mean, I know it has its kinks, but, you know, again, that's going to happen. You know, and some of these older firms, like, they're going to adapt. Like, they're going to have to adapt or they're going to die. Yeah. Like, they're going to die. But that, I mean, change is inevitable. Um, well, always is. And and the I think the biggest thing is, you know, this the, the disruption that happens with not even change, but, like, technology is is very well known for disturbing what was already there mm-hmm. um you, ha- you have all these major retailers going out of business because you have companies like amazon and mul- and these other large companies but they're mastering the internet game like you don't need to go to the store i was hanging out with somebody the other day and they're like no i like going to the store i'm like why they're like because i like holding it in my hand i go if i've already held it in my hand at somebody else's place and i guarantee you that's the same person that like has something to do, whatever it is, and his excuse is always, oh, man, I just haven't had time to do it. Yeah, you have. You're just not using your time wisely. Yeah. You're just choosing to go to Best Buy because that's what you're choosing to do. Yeah. Like you're choosing to spend two hours to do something as opposed to two seconds, mm-hmm. like maybe two minutes. Don't get me wrong. Things like Best Buy are great because you get to go there and you physically get to hold it. You know, And I'm not saying the bag, but – you know, if I'm gonna buy a laptop, yes, I know what it's gonna look like, but I want to hold it. I want to see how it feels. I want to, and I get that. But why you like? I almost wish you could buy it, have a test run on it. If you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, return it. Dude, there's companies out there like that. Yes, you know, there's a lot of different ways out there like that. You know, but that's the thing. Like, if you have some kind of idea, some kind of, 
you know, business. Like, look at best, look at Blockbuster. But hold example. on a second. No, but like, yeah, <laughs> don't get me started on them. Dude, that's like the biggest, that's like, in my opinion, the biggest travesty in like business ever. Yeah. Because. Do you know the story behind it? Of course. So for people that don't know the story behind it, the reason why Blockbuster went out of business, they, first of all, they, the guys from Netflix came in and they said, we have this great idea and we want to take and run with it with you guys. And Blockbuster laughed when they said, you know, we want to find, we want to do, we think CDs are going to be the next big thing and you need to get on the horse and we're going to have put a game plan together and we're selling basically Netflix, a general idea of how Netflix is going to work. And for any of you that don't know, Netflix was not always a video streaming website online. It was a CD, a mail. DVD, yeah. DVD, they're called. Oh, yeah, DVD. Jesus Christ, you fucking millennials. Yeah, so it's a DVD subscription service where you pay an X amount of dollars a month. And you can get a, you can, well, I think it originally started with you can get up to two DVDs a month. There was, there was several levels. Yeah, there was yeah. two and three, I remember. Yep. <laughs> and they figured it out that if Blockbuster, they came in, they were from... <clears throat> California or Hawaii or something like that. They're from a tropical area, and they come in in shorts and polo, like tank top, Hawaiian tank tops, and pitch the idea. Blockbuster laughs, says, absolutely fucking not. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah. And after Netflix crushed Blockbuster, because nobody wanted to go to Blockbuster, because who the fuck, especially we live in New York, who the fuck wants to go to Blockbuster to go pick out a video in in four feet of snow. Nobody. But they do like going to Blockbuster because they get to pick out the chocolate at the register. And the other thing that they like to do is read the back of the box on when they when they got to pick up the box. Were the two things that people liked about Blockbuster. So I was a um a avid blockbuster um uh consumer i i would i was hollywood video as well um you know i used to watch a shitload of movies in college and mm-hmm. even through my you know younger years i mean i just i just love movies. i used to, i have a, i still to this day have a huge movie collection of dvds and vhs okay. like i have a huge freaking like 50 gallon jug of just vhs tapes mm-hmm. that I've moved so many times, and I just don't know what to do with them all. Like, I don't want to throw them away. VHS tapes, yeah, Dude, like they're useless. But I, I don't. But I, I spent money. You I can't even to, find a, D, a, a VHS. But this part of that me works with a new TV. But like this part of me that feels too like I, you know, I, I, I was proud of my collection, and and now I'm just gonna throw it in the garbage. And I know like it's not gonna be the same as vinyl is today, right? Like back in the day, vinyl, right? And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden there was cassette tapes, and then there was CDs, and like all oh, vinyl's dead. And like obviously yeah. it's not dead. I mean, it's the it's it's always gonna be there. You want to know the worst part about your VHSs, what they can't be upgraded. You have all of these movies coming out that have all been remastered. There's some sorcery that goes on. Yeah, no, it's that, a great point. That yeah, you know, don't get me wrong. You, it, those old school movies, they look great for what they were, but imagine them looking just so like not even you know we get it you know the colors are going to be a less little less poppy. They're not going to be as as powerful. You know, Unless. they didn't have. An OLED TV or a Quantum HD TV. Right. 4K. They can't yeah. handle any of that None stuff. None of that. No. But now it can. <clears throat> and even if it doesn't look as good as it – it looks better than it used to. It still looks better. And I'm sure one day we're going to come out with the technology, 
somebody is going to create this thing that you basically plug in the old the old information, whether it's you stream it the VHS or something of that nature, and they're gonna it's gonna spit out a 4K movie at some point because they figured out how to fuck with the pixels to make it all work. I don't know who the hell even wants that. Like everything's streamed now anyway. Like so... if I want like most of the movies that I have, yeah, I can no, no, just go not... on my phone and watch no, it. No, no, you wouldn't buy it. A company would buy or create this machine and basically take. You know, people have VHS tapes. There's probably an archive, a library of them. Actually, it's probably not. But now what's it's the all benefit, saved on the though? internet, right? But yeah. now you're going from <coughs> your old standard definition TV SD. I don't even think I think that was what the yeah I think it was SD was the technology then. And you put it through this machine. So let's just say, you know, you have um, the, let's say like the Three Musketeers. Not the Three Musketeers. Uh, the movie? Yes. All, any any movie. Any TV show. Of all show. the movies, you just picked Three I Musketeers? I'm thinking of old movies. I don't know all, any old movies. Of all movies, you just picked, th- I'm sorry, hold on a second. Fuck you. How about the original Peter Pan? I, Something what, simple. What? what uh, Casablanca, Raging Pulp Bull, Fiction. Goodfellas, Pulp, I mean, whatever, right? You pick the Three Musketeers. Fuck you. You uh, you can't even think, you can't not think about. Movies. You don't clear, watch movies. clear, but you think about food at all times because all you're thinking about now is the Three Musketeer Bowl. I literally was like, yeah, I would you just Mike. love nougat. See, you're you're, scum- your nickname is like nougat. nougat. So, but imagine they could nougat. pull, fuck you, they could pull these standard definition movies, Casablanca. And they put it through this fucking process, and it doesn't have to be a machine. It'll more than likely be software sitting on a server. But the software fucks with the movie, and Nugget. it comes up in a ultra HD method. Whatever. There's going to be something that does that. That's the problem with your VHS. It'll never be able to go to that. So they're useless at this point. And the technology that supports them is I have an emo- shorter and shorter. I have an emotional attachment that- to them. People have an emotional realize that attachment those things to them, and it's worth it to me. Do you even have a VHS player? That's not the point. Oh, you are it's something not the else. Point because you couldn't I, even watch them if you wanted well, to. Because there's going to be something. I think that's going to be the invention. Is going to going to be something I can watch that on that will, like you said too, right? Like It'll a, be useless. That's like saying, "Oh, let me keep the old Atari because the new one has fifty fucking games okay, on it." Okay, I agree with comes that. Comes something this big. All right. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I want to go back to something for a second. This whole fucking blockbuster thing, something that you forgot to mention, and it's important. This is why I think it's like the biggest travesty or the biggest whatever. Like, they used to have blockbuster total access. Did you know what that was? No. So it was the same thing, right? And you said that, right? I mean, Netflix. Oh, that's right. So Netflix, and that's that's part of the true story, right? But again, because they were just subscription based, they were online subscription based, Mm -hmm. and it was all DVD, right? Blockbuster hit that market. Because they had to, mm-hmm. because eventually, like, but they were already behind the eight ball. But and exactly, and I was there, and this is what Blockbuster had. Like Blockbuster had the brick and mortar retail, which they probably could have scaled back on what they should have. And like you framed out before, which I thought was perfect. Like it's the movie going experience, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of that has changed. And like you go, you pick out your popcorn, you pick out, you know, whatever. Like you get the recommendation. Like you're getting the recommendation from your trusted video guy, mm-hmm. not Rotten Tomatoes, right? Like, yeah. which I mean, I don't even think that's real anymore. You know, like uh, I saw that movie. The video guy. <clears throat> I saw that movie Get Out. It was good. Mm-hmm. You see that? No. It was I good. Don't watch movies. 
I say, I mean, it was good. It was was a good movie. I mean, it was like 100% Rotten Tomatoes. It was like this big thing because it was like all racial and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was good. It was actually a very interesting movie. Rotten Tomatoes is owned by IMDb, I think. Probably, yeah. There's some fucking corruption in that. But like I used to subscribe to the Blockbuster Total Access. But what I was also able to do, Mm -hmm. what Netflix couldn't compete with, was I was able to take my DVDs that I got in the mail and bring them back to Mm -hmm. the retail store and get a free rental. And I can do that up to five times a month. <clears throat> you know how powerful that was, and that was great. But then Netflix hit streaming, and then boom, it was over. Like, oh, once that's the, the thing. Came but out, that's the over. thing. Like their inability to innovate, right? I mean, you think, okay, like you, you, you had a leg up. Like you had something they didn't. Now you had to say, all right, what's the next thing, right? Not let me just sit here and coast on this because while they were disrupting your DVD service and then forcing you to adapt to them, mm-hmm. they were already innovating on the next thing, and they fucking put you out of business. Yes, like. Forever, Blockbuster was a huge brand. Huge, huge. they were everywhere. It's funny until like, Blockbuster Video is an ancient fucking myth now. Like it's crazy. And I'm a 36 year old man, and I lived in Blockbuster. Like, yep. you know, rest in peace, Scotty, man. And like, you know, he, you know, he's, he was one of the one of the kids there that I uh, that it was there. Like any young kid, oh, my, my brother's friends. Yeah, he passed away. Really, uh, really sad. Pretty uh, devastating. Like but anyway, but he was the man. He doesn't have a job there anymore. No, no, no. He passed. He had oh, this heart condition. It was pretty devastating. Yeah, but like, um, and he was an awesome kid. But like, I would go and I'd see Scotty and like, he would just, you know, no, just don't get it. I'm like, dude, you kidding me? He's like, no, nah, man, don't get it. I'm like, what? Okay, it was like, it was a review. I'm like, yeah. it sucked. You had a real I'm like, you review. kidding me? I'm like, no, man, I'm getting it. And then I bring it back to him. He's like, so? I'm like, you're right. Like motherfucker, you were right. Like, but yeah. I don't have yeah. that. And I would still do that. Yes. Like, I would totally still do that. You're a loser. Why? Why don't you just ask a friend? You want to? Here's here's exactly why. Because we have this fucking piece of glass that sits in our hand, and I could just say, pop up on my Facebook feed, and I have the opinion of say, what am I up to? Eighteen hundred friends that I could say, hey. Was this a good movie? Mm-hmm. Question mark. And I'll get, you know, not all 1,800 friends are going to respond. Most of them probably don't even care, and some of them probably don't even care for me. They're just friends on Facebook because we started, we were in the, begin, the, the beginning of Facebook right. when it first entered the high school area, era. So I can get all of that immediate, all those immediate answers. And in, in a couple <clears> minutes... <throat> Granted, it's not going to be that person sitting at the counter that, oh, when I walk out. But, you know, if I'm thinking about watching a movie, I could say, hey, what does everybody think about this movie? Is this something good or any rec- – or I see it all the time. Any recommendations? And I can go downstairs, make myself a sandwich. I could check it in five to ten minutes. I guarantee I'll have at least one answer. You, I agree. You feel this way now, and I guarantee you as you get older – you're going to want more of the personal touch, and that's not going to go away. I think once you hit your I, – I, I, I think, I, and because and, I, I agree with that, but once you have less time, like you want that time investment to be more valuable. And, and for example, like picking a bad movie on date night – could be kind of devastating sometimes because you might not watch. But a that's movie why you often. ask online. Any recommendations? Fuck that shit because I have nobody to hold myself accountable to. You know what I'm saying? If I can go into the store, and again, Scotty, right? Like, and he recommends a movie, and it sucks. Scotty's going to hear that shit. Like, Who Scotty. Who fuck cares if you're accountable for watching a movie? What are you talking about? That's a review. That's a recommendation. If somebody so you makes put it a, online. Everybody you, has a voice because there's the internet. But I have nobody to reach out to and say, thanks a lot, asshole. So, 
Th- that's not the world we live in anymore. Nobody, you don't need to say that's thank you anymore. That's the problem. Well, that's part of the problem. Adapting right? and overcoming. Right? You Isn't know? that part of the problem? Now we're getting a little bit too comfortable with that. And now yeah. some very basic human skills and things that we should be doing to I be would... nicer to people and be a little bit more connected. No, and actually you things be that'll ruthless. make you happier. You be but honest. again, right? Again, trolls, right? Whatever it is. But again, right? Brutal, brutally honest, right? Mm-hmm. You know? But people still want that stuff like you still i don't think people even realize that they want it and i think if they had it you know and i'm not saying somebody in their 20s that's streaming the shit and binge watching right i mean i'm talking about like and again it's not like it's a multi-billion dollar business anymore but like there is a market i think for movie stores still like i think you can still have a movie store yeah i think you can if you make an experience i think you can i i i firmly in in that field i don't think there's anything that you can come out with, and here's why: because I could lay at home naked on my bed and click to watch a hundred and thirty thousand different things. That's the thing: you have to take the viewing experience that you're not the you're not the audience for, right? Like I would say, someone like myself, like my wife and I are going to have a movie night, right? Like we're going to have a movie night. Like yeah, there's benefits to streaming something. Like we watched Deadpool the other day; it was awesome. Like, but I I just saw that from last year that came mm. out like last summer. But like, if you have a bad one, and I'm, I'm not. I mean, I don't. Know, I guess I'm just kind of thinking out loud a lot too. But you know, I don't know how it works. But there's got to be a better incentive, right? It can't be something you could just watch on Netflix. It can't be something you can just stream on Amazon Prime. It can't Why? be something because then it's got to be different. It's got to be a movie that came out a little bit sooner or something that's but, already in the theaters. But you or make like, the experience. Well, that's the thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe movie theaters can become rental studios as well like find a way to like go to the movie theater and you can mm, either watch it or bring it home right see Not now a that, idea. that's a little bit different so that, right? that that's something that's concept. actually a cool idea that's a very interesting right concept. and then if you can't like you can kill you can still come and pay for the movie experience right but if you think about it like you know what's a ticket cost say ten dollars right and you go and you have a ticket for two like you know what? I'm not going to buy the popcorn from you and shit, but I would pay thirty five dollars for that movie like if you were to give it to me say oh right after you watch it Whatever I don't know, or like I don't know, like I mean, or if it's a DVD, or if it's a memory, st- I don't, I don't, or maybe it's a code or something like that. It's probably, you know? probably a code. <clears throat> but then, but then, if it's a code, yeah, I don't know. Then it kind of defeats, it the, defeats purpose, the purpose, right? yeah. which is what I, I honestly think. You know, there, I think, I genuinely think that there, you know, when you do have that movie night, there is, you have, uh, you still have the movie theater, but if you don't catch it in that time frame, you still have the ability to watch it, and then. You don't need to go to somewhere like Blockbuster to have that, oh, my God, I spoke to Scotty, and Scotty said this is a great idea. Like, I almost think it's more liberating because now it's just you and somebody else, whether it's your significant other or friend. So you're not going to, oh, now you're bringing a third party to socialize. Like, if you wanted it to just be date night, like you and your wife, you don't have to have that outside source. And the nice part is, too, you have different things like Netflix for a while, and I don't know if they still have it because I don't really ever watch Netflix – I'll watch a season here and there, but that's pretty much it, and I know how to get there. But I know for a while they had, like, an automatic movie picker, and you could say what you're in the mood for. Yeah. I'm in the mood for something funny. I'm in the mood for something action And then right. spit out 35, 50 movies, and you can go through them. You also have all ratings on these movies. So you can go see a movie, and whether it's, you know, the or a TV show, The Flash... I can I literally click on the Flash and before I can even hit play it says the Flash what it is who he is who owns who Any owns good? it the, what is it good the Flash is great hmm. I haven't watched it in six months now but it it was great hmm. I, you got to watch another season of another show and go back and it's all fucked up but I could see the show name I could see the bio of the whole thing who's the main actor who's who who produced it and I get this magical thing 
of stars. You know, it's rated four and a half stars. Must be a pretty good movie. Whether or not it's what I'm looking for is a different story. But, you know, maybe the four and a half stars. Nugget. Probably, I hate you. But those four and a half stars include something like, you know, what was the overall, how many people liked it? You know, what What are people's yeah, thoughts on it? You know, this is kind of what the general movie is. You know, maybe it was a great movie, well produced, great picture, but it wasn't the story for me. Like, that's all goes into that. That's four, a lot of fucking the, work, man. Those stars. Just a lot of work. You just click it. It tells you all of it. I just want to watch a fucking movie and enjoy it. But you, and not watch somebody that might be, like, <laughs> suspected of <laughs> sexual assault. <laughs> Some kind of molestation either, right? Like, that's... Well, I'm saying, like, all in entertainment, right? Everyone, you know, everyone's going down for... Uh, do you pay attention to anything in life outside of this place? Uh, just technology. Like, you haven't heard of, like, Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K. Oh, and uh, yes, Matt Lauer and all these guys going down, no, 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 right? So, no, I just good. know Kevin Spacey came out as gay and was accused of touching yeah, or trying to molest a 14-year-old. Fucking he was, like, bring him out into town hall and just put a bullet in the back of their heads and throw him in the back. That's fucked up. Why? The one What's thing fucked I don't... up is the shit they do to little people, man. So... Let's talk about that for a minute. No. Fine. Because it seems to... I don't want to say it's an epidemic, but it seems to be very frequent that all these super famous people are all of a sudden getting accused of stuff that they did 30 years ago, Ah, 20 years ago. So there's no proof. There's no this. There's no that. It's his word against mine. Did it happen? Who the fuck knows if it actually happened? Let's smoke this fire. This smoke this fire. Look, man, I mean, accusations come out, but at the end of the day, look, I mean, you know, the facts are the facts. I mean, people come out. You can tell when people are lying. And stuff. I mean, otherwise, it would have to be some kind of crazy conspiracy. Right? I don't know if you can tell if people are lying. So, and, and here's why. There is a technology out that, it, that fuck, I've talked about it in other shows. Adobe did one for Party Company that basically can take a video of what you're saying. Let's say you're speaking right now. It'll... Over, it'll change the You're audio. You're speaking right now. Yes. Nougat. I hate you. And it'll put it over another person's face and make them look like they're talking when you're doing all the talking. You know what would be so, awesome, actually? What? If there was technology that could make you look like somebody else in real life. They do have that. In real life. like Oh, I, in real life. Yeah, like yeah. that would be great for you because you are an eyesore that I've I never seen. I hate you. Right, what did I say? We're just Let's... going down a good rabbit hole. No, we weren't. And you're pulling yourself out. No, I'm not. No, here's why. Because remember what was the ugly tree, right? Yeah. Every branch on the way, right? Like that's, yeah. yeah so yeah, that's, that's me. Well, that's what I'm I mean, that would be good technology, right? That you can put on like to a Mission Impossible looking. kind of thing, right? Like you look like me. I don't know if I'd want to look like that. No? Why not? Too much hair? Uh, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Too much hair, skinny, slender, active. Fucking ridiculously handsome. <laughs> Let's not get carried away here. So I want to go home and see my kids. What else is going on with you? That's it, man. We just crossed. Who else an hour. we got a promo? We just crossed an hour and forty minutes. So you want to hear something cool too? And I want to wrap something up because I want to plug one of my other clients. So Brinsecki Welding and Ironworks. They're located in Deer Park. They just bought this fucking machine. It's called like this Kano plasma machine. It's like this ridiculous thing. You got to come check it out too. Like so, right? Yeah, you know, you know Brinsecki, right? Yes, so they do some. Am- I they do some amazing work. I'm but fascinated. They're not going to hire person. you because they didn't like you. So. That's okay. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't want to tell you I didn't want to tell you to your face without other people listening. I have to chop this whole they podcast. They fucking up. told me that they hated you. That's cool. Yeah, no, nobody kidding. likes me. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody likes you. You're rolling around and introducing to people. You had something insulting to say to everybody you work with. Like we're walking around like you literally had something insulting to say to everybody. 
Justin's like, lying completely. No, I am not. That is actually true. That is fact. I'll go poll every one of you guys, right? I'll go. <laughs> I, how many people did I meet? Like with the guy with the Mets hat? I forgot all your names, but if you listen to this, you know exactly who you are. We will start. We, they were going to, and you, like the guy over in the corner over there, he heard me. He heard you. Oh, you had something rude to say about everybody, and including your boss. Actually, you were kind of nice to him. I was very nice to James. Yeah, kiss ass. I'm, I'm just a genuine. If you're gonna nice bring person. it, bring it to everybody. Hey, I brought. If you're every gonna bring single... it, bring it to everyone. Oh, I give it to dude. Brent Secchi with this new machine. See, you should talk to them. They could probably make something super cool for like I... the brutally honest podcast. Like, so this machine, it's like plasma. Like, it's like it's it's like a water jet, but not. It's like it's pla- It's like it's fucking like slices it, through metal. Yeah, like 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 butter, you know. And but it runs on a computer program, and you can design anything. And it's like really, it's like it's crazy shit. Like I mean, people have it, but you know, this is like a new toy, and like you know, you can probably do some really cool stuff with the podcast on that too. And yeah, yeah I want to get I want to get something made by them. That would be neat, and they would and they would probably be you know I can talk to them about that. Like they would probably be happy to even collaborate. See, we'll we'll go meet with Mike and George, and we can probably talk about something and figure something out. They'll come on the podcast and talk about the experience. They actually had they actually had a reality show. Uh, they had Discover come to their shop a few no. years ago. Yeah, they did. They didn't pick them up. Um, that's because I wasn't there. Let's be honest. Um, if I was there, they would have. They would have the fucking. They would have signed. Like, they would have brought a deal <laughs> with a fucking briefcase full of cash. Like, and I would have said, "Nope, I need four more of those briefcases." And then when they're gonna bring four more briefcases, I'm gonna say, "You know what? I'm good. Thanks." I'm gonna turn it all down. Why would you turn it all down and make them do so much work like that? I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I'm just talking shit. But anyway. Um. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like they can even make like this stuff, right? For the draft top. Yeah, they can. They can. Who's your guy? Right? You know the guys who do this. Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. they make this stuff? That's their sorcery to figure out. And right. My ability. I to bet purchase. you my guys can do it for, for for for. I can bet you they can do it for for uh, less cost. Right. See, look at this. See, see, this is very different from my last podcast. Right. I definitely probably cursed the same. I think there was more information in this one. This was. Better, I would say so. Right, a little bit more con, a little bit more cert. Right. I mean, I even got some nerdy shit. Right, nerds that care. I got nerdy on the accounting stuff. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, oh man, that guy kind of knows what he's talking about. I just made it all up. Lied through your teeth the whole Lied time. Lied through my teeth the whole hey, whatever, time. Man. Go ahead, fact check me. You know how much time it's gonna take? I said a lot of stuff. It's just like the news. You <laughs> yeah. Gonna do no it. one's gonna have time for that. But I wonder who makes that. Like that could be. That could I be pretty know. interesting. Try- I actually just spoke to Sean today. I'm uh, hopefully gonna get a date with him in the near future to oh, have that's him back cute. on. So what's going on with you? How can I help you? Anything going on? That's it, brother. Yeah. Just promote the shit out of this. Obviously, subscribe if you're listening. Yeah, for sure. And listen, man, I'm dead serious about that. Like, you know, you're gonna post this, and you're gonna, and you're gonna, you know, I'm gonna get text messages, and I'm telling, and, and you had a legit question. I will answer it if you give Harrison fifty of your dollars. Justin at CPA dot Enterprises. Boom. What do you think of that name anyway? I don't like it. Really? Yeah. No. Nah, sorry. Would have been better if it was Justin at CPA.com. Probably taken. It was. No, CPA. But I, you know what it is? It's because I did the enterprises, and I just saw the dot enterprises. I thought that was kind of different and, and, and interesting. All right. You don't like it? Let's be realistic here. How many people search dot enterprise? But that's not the point. People aren't going to search dot enterprise. And not even that. Once I get Adam and like Jeff Stein involved with my shit, like then I'm going to be buying up ad words like crazy. So. Mm. What do you think? I haven't thought about this stuff. Don't you ever? Both podcasts. They've both had podcasts on my show. I know. I haven't heard from Jeff in a while. Me either. Hopefully he's alive. Yeah, me too. No, it's good. So right, um, yeah, you up. got that, and then that's so, good. Social media and uh, yeah, whatever. All that stuff. Sure. Um, 
And it was less than two hours. It was. Well, so, you said you had to go home. Yeah, I want to go see uh, my kids, man. Three hours ago. No, so this is good. Thanks, and um, yeah, man, here to help. Let's let's go out and let's let's do we're that gonna, next we're time. Do some brainstorming. Yeah, some crazy legitimate shit. stuff. I'm serious. Like you know, 2018's rolling up, man. Like let's do some shit, man. Like you definitely had some cool people on here. I paid attention a little bit. You know, I think there's some entertainment nice value. Well, no, I mean a little bit. I mean there was just some certain guys. Like I just like the profile and stuff, you know. So I like, you know, I wanted to just, you know, I, I listened to a few of them. And but I think now's the time, man. Let's make this happen. Let's fucking deploy this shit. Let's go out and see what we can do and sink or swim. Look, man, either we'll go out, we'll throw this party, and five people will show up, or maybe there's gonna be a waiting list. That'd be great. Well, I say there's a waiting list for to be continued. Listening. Yeah, to be continued. Check back in like two, three months. All right. After just keep saying everything. Bye. Alrighty, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Brutally Honest podcast. Sorry, I need to do uh, wet my lips. I think that's what they say. Um, I'm obviously your host, Harrison Barron. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We got a little silly at one, at a couple points, but all in all, Justin is a dear friend of mine. And we wanted up, because uh, I'm editing this after we did the podcast and hung out, but we wound up hanging out for like two or three hours after the show, um, going over some crazy, crazy ideas and stuff like that for my podcast and whatnot. So a lot of good things coming in the pipeline. 2018, I want to be, uh, want to, want it to be a big year for the show and definitely want to bring you guys the most value I possibly can. That is genuinely what the show is all about, is trying to bring you guys the, the best possible stuff to keep you in the loop of what's going on. So uh, you guys can visit thebrutallyhonestpodcast.com. You can get in touch with me there under contact. You can support the show, because I know J- Justin's going to say, you know, go tell people to support you. You can support it at brutallyhonestpodcast.com under support. If you want, you could donate some money to the show to keep it going. It's not a charity at all, but... You can go on there, and the money basically helps me fund the podcast to get nicer stuff. Talked about it a couple times, but uh, yeah, and obviously if you enjoy it, share it, tell people, tell somebody about it, smash that subscribe button. Got a lot of things in the woodworks um, that I'm trying to get all finalized by by January 1 so I can go live with it. And I think that's pretty much it. Little shout out to uh, the Nerds That Care for, you know, sponsoring the show as always. They've been super good for, good to me. And I know I talked about it in the beginning where security in the industry is the most important thing, but there's no real way I can stress how important it is. Every single technology company out there has that fear in the back of their mind. And together they're all trying to work to keep your businesses safe. And Nerds That Care is a, an IT company located over in Bohemia, Long Island, and they're constantly trying to give you guys the best not only the best value but that peace of mind you get when you know everything's going to be okay you know your your company is not under attack and even if it is under attack you're you're properly protected um it's kind of like insurance you know if you're driving around with too little insurance you hit a nice car out of here at it by chance you could be screwed you know you don't you don't want that to happen you want to make sure you have those barriers up and and the appropriate backups in case there is a disaster inside the office uh can't really stress that enough the entire technology industry is moving towards security and putting a huge emphasis on it 1700 people went to learn about security it's the real deal 
So huge thank you to uh, the nerds that care. And I got a couple other shows coming up this week. People have been dropping like flies during the holiday season, unfortunately. Not dying, but people are, uh, my podcasts, people are, unfortunately, have other obligations that they have to take of, mainly family stuff during the holiday season. But uh, I'm already booking things in 2018, so I got a lot of good stuff coming in that time. And, uh, you know, keep an eye, keep an eye and ear out. We're going to be doing some crazy stuff and, um, hope you guys can all be a part of it. So thank you so much for listening and until next time, peace.